Folks at home, folks at home, <laughs> four score and seven years ago, our forefathers watched Ike live. <laughs> <laughs> folks at home, how you doing tonight? Uh, Mike Iconelli, you're tuned in to Ike live. Notice the green hat. It's so tall, it might actually be going out of frame. Uh I am actually related to Abe Lincoln, really, really far down the line. Uh, you know, it's not a first or second cousin thing. It would be like a great, great grand cousin of a nephew's uncle's brother. But somewhere down the line, I am related to Abe Lincoln, and you could tell by my beard. Uh, so I just wanted to mention that. Uh, <laughs> Except as a leprechaun. You look like a leprechaun. A, I look like a leprechaun. <laughs> I don't have an Irish accent, I don't think. Uh, give it a shot. I, I don't even want to give it a shot. Give it a shot. Uh, hey, man, <laughs> want to thank you for tuning in. Man, we've got a phenomenal show uh, in store here. In fact, I'm going to take this hat off right off the giddy. My earphones are slipping off. Uh, we've got a phenomenal show. And and this is, this is the post- Classic show. So we, we actually left this here. Brian, give me a little wide shot and let, let me uh, let me show this thing. We still left the classic trophy down here uh, because this is a post classic show. We've got some great guests. Before I get into that, as always, let me introduce the amazing cast of Ike Live amazing. and uh, amazing cast. <laughs> and sitting to my right, the crust. <laughs> <laughs> the backbone of the show, my amazing co-host, Pete Lusick, everybody. Pete Lusick. Thank you. How you doing tonight, Pete? The crust? The cr- crust of the show. I meant that in a good way. I meant that in a positive hey, way. Hey, I'll You're ta- the crust I'll, of the show. I'll take it. The backbone. I like You're the it. backbone. You're an essential I- part. There is no Ike Live without you, Pete. I'm serious. Well, I'm glad to be here. Okay. I, and I mentioned this to you tonight when you walked in. I want to reiterate it. You look stunning tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much. You have an, uh, you have a dress shirt on. Is that is that uh is that uh who is that? Is that boss? Is that Armani or I don't even know. I don't even remember. Walmart who is that somewhere. That? I don't remember. Okay. You don't maybe remember? Nautica. Wrangler think, maybe. Let's create a big uh, I want everybody let's take this opportunity to create a big controversy. Pete, what what color is that shirt? You're asking me? Yeah. <laughs> it's blue with blue it's and It's blue. Hey, I want everybody, uh, on the IM, by the way, as usual, you can get in touch with us through 
The IM feature right there next to your screen. You can hit us up on Twitter. It's Mike underscore Iconelli. And you can call in. We'll have a 1-800 number up here eventually. But what color is Pete's shirt? I'm going to say purple. Hey. You're saying blue? Well, I'm saying it's blue. And I'm saying I dressed up. For the classic edition Margarita of Mutilator. Clive. You did. I did. I wanted to look sharp. We've got the champ is going to be here. Your hair's even styling tonight. Yes. Your yeah. beard's trim? I got. A, I took a beating about this hair <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, on Facebook. Did you? Uh, was, I like it. I, I got more, as many comments. I posted uh, my new hair, and uh, people were posting <laughs> pictures of uh, of Justin Bieber with with his bouffant. The, the, the best one is <laughs> they didn't even say anything. They just posted a picture of. You know, something about Mary? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the product. <laughs> the, <laughs> the custom product. Yep. Yep. Wow. I, I've, it was called Aerodynamic. It was, uh, <laughs> but I sported a new style for the classics. So. Well, I like it. I like your hair. Thank I like you. your dress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, again, this is. I'm gonna. You have to come up with a different word here. And I'm. Not, I'm gonna go deeper than crust. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say, the epicenter, the brains behind the show, uh, sitting back in the booth, our amazing producer, Brian the Carpenter. Uh, Brian, what do you got on your head there, real quick? Wait a minute, you look like Spock. Little, little nod to Spock. Nod to Spock. All right, let's uh, let's let's uh, let's all take a moment here, real quick. And let's pour a little bit out. For everybody that's at home watching the show right now, and here's a... There you go. Put it that way. There you go. That's a spirit of Spock. Everybody pour a little bit out for Spock, whatever you're drinking. On the soundboard. Rest in peace, Spock. (laughs) Rest in peace, Spock. (laughs) Spock. Rest in peace, Spock. And don't forget Rebecca. Okay. And sitting to Spock's left, uh, the wonderful, beautiful, amazing Rebecca. My wife, Becky. Hi, Becky. Hi, everyone. How are you doing tonight? I'm excellent. You're excellent? You look uh, preoccupied. What are you doing over there? Because they're blowing up the IM. They're blowing up about Pete's shirt, right? About yes, the color. <laughs> we're going to break... Dude, we're, I'm telling you, we're going to break the internet tonight because of Pete's damn shirt color. Look at it's it. All you it's, per- hey. it's purple. Hey, somebody I asked if I you were going to the club. This is the place to be right here. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna have to get Casey to sing that later. I, uh, I just saw pictures of you and lovely Becky on uh, Bassmaster.com. The classic couple. couple oh yeah. Spread. That's right. We, we had with you two looking sharp. It was we nice. It. It's nice. We don't get many nights out, Beck. We had a we had a nice banquet. We got to hang with uh, a lot of the the other anglers and their wives and and some of the staff and sponsors. It was nice. It was very nice. It you was know very what? Nice. We don't get to hang out with those people in a right. social setting. Social setting, which right. is which is a nice thing to do every once in right. a blue moon. Was nice. It was nice. Getting dressed up is nice. It was fun. Uh, let's start the show out as we always do, uh, and we want to se- uh, send a special thank you uh, to to the military. Uh, we want to thank all the military veterans, uh, active military. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for what you do. Crazy world, man. Uh, thanks for protecting our country, our freedom. Uh, also, special shout out to firemen, police, uh, EMTs. Thank you, guys. 
So they, it's huge what they do. It's, ama- it's amazing. Firemen, again, came up on the news this week. They're fighting fires in, in sub-freezing temperatures. It's, Isn't that amazing? It's the most difficult thing to do. Everything's icing up. Yeah. Uh, fire hydrants aren't working. There was a, a big fire that uh, that happened in Philadelphia, and they were calling the Canadian fire departments to get advice and experience on how to fight that that's stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's that's the most difficult condition. It puts it in perspective, what you just said. So here here we go. You got 53, 54 anglers at the Classic bitching about ice on the guides, <laughs> bitching about, uh, you know, not, not, you know, cold, can't get their boats off the trailer. Dude, that puts it in perspective. You got a guy out there risking his life yeah. trying to put a fire out uh, w- with cold conditions. Send so. the boys fishing. Yeah. Send the boys fishing. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, everything okay in the, in the setback there, Brian? Oh, yeah. Okay. Just making Becky's sure. Becky's got her work cut out for her tonight. <laughs> she does. No. Okay. I love all of you, but really, get over the color. All right. All right. Get over the color. <laughs> it's gonna break the, you're going to break the internet. I told you that. Uh, we've got – oh, and by the way, let me mention that our, our other amazing part of the show, uh, Dave Brodzik, a.k.a. Fathead, a.k.a. Wharf. Will be here. He's running a little late as usual. He'll be here in about 20 minutes. Uh, He'll be on the casting couch tonight. Uh, But man, we got we have a big show tonight. Uh, And let me just let me start saying some of these names now to get everybody as hype as I am about this show. Uh, And and let me let me just start. Let me just start. Um, Of course, we have the 2015 Classic Champion Casey Ashley on the show. Man, this is going to be awesome. I, I think it's amazing that uh, that we're going to be speaking to him. It's, a, it's such a huge, monumental event for any angler's life. There's less than 40 people that have ever won a classic. Yeah. And uh, he's coming on the show tonight. It's awesome. And, yeah. and, and the other great thing is he hasn't really been anywhere yet talking about it. You know, li- little pieces here and there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the classic show hasn't aired yet. So we've really got – Bri, this is amazing. Listen to me for a second. We're going to have some exclusive content here tonight about what what Casey did at the Classic, about how he won. That's right. That's crazy. I mean, Ike Live is getting the premiere of this here, man. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's blah, 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 blah. It's unbelievable. It's blah, 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 blah. And and to make it even better, we've got runner-up Bobby Lane on the show. Yeah. We yeah. got one of Bobby Lane on the show, man. Uh, and, and Bobby had an amazing tournament. What a, what a great last day putting himself right there to, to take that title. And we just had Chris on the show prior to the Classic. Yep, on the on the pre-Classic special. Pre-Classic. Yep. Now Bobby's coming on. Here's the the brothers Lane that are just taking this sport by storm. Yeah. They did it on the FLW side. Bobby sure did. The brothers and now they're Lane. both over on the Elites uh, yep. just killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Uh I'm going to make this even deeper now. Oh. So how? I know what you're thinking. Even crustier. I'm going to make it crustier. I know. <laughs> I know what you're thinking at home. How can you beat that lineup? Uh, classic champ, runner-up, and we've got a special guest joining us. And actually, I think he's going to be joining us first here in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, professional football player for the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings, and I met him last week at the classic. Brian Robinson's on. Going to be on the show tonight. Man. Another professional. Another. Coming uh, Yeah, hell of a nice guy, amazing mm-hmm. angler as well, uh, joining us on the show. Dude, this is this is uh, packed. Bry, 
Are you responsible for for this lineup? Because you're doing a great job. Yes, I am responsible. All right, so we <laughs> what, what we need to take care take of here. All the credit. You need a raise. What are we talking about? Because what's your pay now? I'm uh, scared. Can of beer. Being, can I'm of beer. Scared that he's being this nice to you. I know. This is good. weird. I, it's, it is weird. Some a, a disaster's bound to happen before this three hour show's <laughs> over. So are don't don't worry calling? about it. Uh, but let's before we yes. get that's an amazing Still lineup out. by the way. Uh, <laughs> before we get into it. Let's just talk a little bit about some of the stuff that happened. The first thing I want to talk about, and we're going to change the focus of our I am uh, conversation here. And I made this announcement earlier for everyone that follows me on social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You already know what I'm going to say. Tonight, starting the very beginning of the After Hour show at 10 p.m., we're going to have a friend of the show, professional barber, come in, and she is going to shave one of two things tonight. <laughs> she is going to shave my beard, my luscious, lovely, soft, curly beard, or, she <laughs> <laughs> or she's going to have at my hair. Shave. She's going to have at my, my, my part it to the side hairstyle that my wife thinks is weird. Um, and, and here's what we need from you guys watching. Here's what we need from you. We are going to make that decision solely, Bob solely, based <laughs> on what you want us to do. What you want. So from now till 10 o'clock, we want you to weigh in on this. Um, hit us up on, on uh, instant messaging. Hit us up on Twitter, Mike underscore Iconelli, um, and let us know, would you rather see the beard go tonight or I, the hair? I can already tell you what my head. saying. And based on your response, we're going to pick one of those tonight, Pete. What do you, what's your vote real quick before we get on the next topic? Man, I'm voting for the head. The head? Let's take it off, man. Okay. Maybe Ratings. you can leave a mohawk. Ratings. A mohawk. That would be cool. I want to see a mohawk. Or a bihawk, according to Frodo Popkins. Yeah, what is a bihawk? What's a bihawk? Is that two strips? Two birds? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. Anyway, it's going to be fun. 10 o'clock, you're going to see some kind of hair come off of my body. Oh, I don't know. Man. That's bold. <laughs> I know. I don't know. It is bald, but uh, it's off it's off for the show. You know here. they're going to take it off the head. They're going to they're going They're all saying take it off the head. They're going to take the head? they want to see you shave your head. They want to see the head. 100%. Right. 100%, 100% we are 100% for head. We're <laughs> I mean, really? Does that scare you? <laughs> wow. Yeah, a little bit. It does. <laughs> it does. Can uh, we trim the beard at least? I, I don't know if I would. I don't know. I mean, we're, we're going to base it all off of feedback. If they want to see the beard yeah, trim, we'll trim it to look like you're upside down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, hey, let me remind everybody too. Um, you're watching the live portion, but anytime you want to go back, uh, for those of you that can't watch it live, if you have a friend or an uncle or 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 acquaintance that wants to view this show and they can't do it live. You could always download the show after it happens. You could do it on MikeIconelli.com, or this is very exciting. We announced it last week. We're now on iTunes, Pete. Mm -hmm. We're on iTunes. Go to iTunes, uh, search Ike Live, and you could download that audio portion of the show anytime. Man, think about it. How many people drive to work or drive a long distance in the mornings, fighting traffic, going to a tournament? You want something entertaining to listen to? Download Ike Live. They they're doing it. I mean, it's amazing. We uh, 
you know, we're going to talk about the classic, but that was one of the noticeable things about being at the classic was how many people are, are tuning in it's to Ike Live. They're, it's crazy. They're watching it from, from business people to fans to yeah. everybody. It, it's really exciting to see that people are listening because, you know, I don't think we really know what we're doing. Well, we, we don't know what we're doing. Right. We have no idea. Uh, we're, we're still figuring out as, as we're on the fly here. Uh, and let me remind you, while you're there, if you go to iTunes and download us, um, give us a review. There's a section there where you could comment on what you think about the show. Uh, if you like it, if you love it, let us know. Uh, and that would help us tremendously. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, let's, uh, let's, let's mention this real quick. The Ike Foundation. And uh, Ike Foundation is doing great. Want to thank everybody for their early support of the foundation. Uh, basically, uh, if you want to get more information, if you want to find out how you could help get kids involved in the sport of fishing, um, go to mikeikinelli.com backslash Ike Foundation. Uh, get some information on it. Man, we're looking for product donations. Uh, we're, we're looking for general support. If you want to even just print out a pledge form that says, hey, I'm going to take a kid fishing, go on there and do that. And we had a booth. Uh, we had a setup at the, the Bash University TV booth right. at the Classic, and and we got we got we had some donations. Well, we had donations, but the the coolest donation yeah. is I'm going to hand to you right now. What was a couple from uh, from West Virginia Federation Nation? West Virginia, West Virginia. Yeah. They they handed me fifty dollars. They wow. wanted to donate it directly to the Ike Foundation, and wow. they also said that we can expect to see. Um, you know, a donation of rods and reels coming from West Virginia. Wow, uh, that's awesome. Thoroughly excited about it. Love the concept, and, and they really want to get behind it. It's such a good thing. That's awesome. It was great to see. That's great. Thank, thank you guys uh, yeah, from West Virginia you. Federation. Thank you. That's going to go to good use. And we have another... Um We're not really announcing it yet, but something really cool is happening with the New Jersey Bass Federation. Yeah, you want to give them give them give them a little teaser on that, Beck. Brian, Uh, we're partnering. Give a little teaser on this real quick. Partnering up with those guys um, to collect the rods and reels because it's hard for people to ship due to the costs and everything. So we're starting to team up with the different federations so they can collect at their tournaments, and then you know we can work with them to get the product from them and. You know, those donating don't have to worry about the cost. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's great working with the federations, very grassroots level, getting mm-hmm. them involved to, to help get some of these organizations, rods and reels, these kids groups. So uh, that's great. awesome. So that's awesome. Thank, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Federation. Um, l- l- let me, too, while we're talking about it, Bash University TV at the Classic had a booth. Great week. Great week for Bash University TV. You know, we had such such tremendous feedback. We 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 had record uh, growth in our subscriptions prior to going to the classic, and the classic blew it away with with people subscribing. So many people coming up to us and telling us, you know, how important what we're doing is helping them become better anglers. Yeah, and that's just the bottom line. Yeah. It's like the the program helps them become better anglers. So it's yeah. uh, it, it's it's great to get that kind of feedback to recognize that we're doing something that's really helping these these folks out there and yeah. uh, and then we continue you know it continues to expand and grow and uh you know we've got some great new things coming for bash university tv where uh we have a, a film shoot scheduled for toledo bend coming yeah. up with yeah. uh mike and myself as well as a, a few other guys dave manson a few other pros uh we'll be doing some filming there and uh, we also, this is something that we're working on, and we're going to try to bring it as quick as we can, is, is Bash University Live. 
and yeah, you know, in the works. Yeah, that's in the works, the works. and we're we're just going to bring that for the for the group for our subscribers. It's going to be a place where you can call in, ask questions about your lakes, your you know whatever you want to learn about fishing. Uh, Mike and I are going to be here uh, in studio, uh, Bass University TV Live. That's going to be coming uh, hopefully in March. You know, next month at the yeah. latest. Wow. Nice teaser. Yeah. Nice teaser. Uh, let, let's take this time right now, and I want to switch it. Um, and, you know, we've got the classic champ. We've got the runner-up. But I fished a classic, too. I was there, believe it or not. <laughs> I was there. Back where we, where we were there. We were there. Bri, you were there, too. I was there. We were there. Uh, Dude, you were leading the classic. Uh, at at one point, you were in the lead. We, I was. We, we were. We had uh, at the booth. Of yeah. course, we had the the live feed coming from Bassmasters. And, yeah. And then we had our product on the other TV. But you, you just fascinated. You just couldn't. I could not stop watching you guys yeah. fish. And there for what was it on second day in the AM? Yeah. I think you had the lead there yeah. for a while. So that that's actually that's a that's a good segue. Is the classic for the first time ever mm-hmm. in the history of bass fishing. Was li- there was live coverage. Mm-hmm. There was live coverage of that. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Is well, that a good thing or a bad thing, Bry? Oh, it's great. It's great. It's great it, for the it fans. Wa- it's it's great, great for the fans, yeah. right? It yeah. was awesome. I've I've heard comment after comment after comment that said it was captivating. Mm-hmm. It was a new way to watch the tournament. What what do you think? I, I think you know from the fans' perspective, and I'm a fan, right? I'm watching it. I, I just could not stop. I wanted to. I watched every cast that didn't result in a catch. Couldn't wait for the catches. I mean, heck, I was watching. I watched the bass tracks, that, those live blogs on Bass Measure. I I want to constantly be updated about what's going on. So watching it, watching you guys live. There was what five cameras, three cameras. I think there was three cameras. Yeah, we were watching Randy Howe, you, and I think Casey Ashley. Yeah, were is who we were watching yeah. on day one, and uh, you know, it just absolutely loved it. As a fan, now our friend from Bass Zone, Mark Jeffries, brought up Mark Jeffries. How you doing? Brought up brought up a great point. How about the pros, man? Do you really want all your techniques, your spots, and everything wide open for public view to all your competitors after the first day of competition? Yeah, you know that's and it's going to happen. That's a reality of it, right? It's coming, right? It's not. They're not going to change it. So we're, you're going to know. Are they offering that during the, the elite season? During the season, from, from what I understand, I'd, I don't know, but I'd I'd expect based off of the success, and maybe we can get somebody on the phone tonight from Bass Beck. Uh, I I'd expect that you're going to see that right. now become a a, a regular fixture right. in bass tournaments. <laughs> yeah. So what's going to happen now? You know, you you got to re-strategize. You 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 don't want to show the camera the baits that you're using. You're going to you know, like Skeet, I don't know. <laughs> like Skeet the first day did a lot of hiding his baits. You remember that? Did he? Oh yeah. my gosh, he was paranoid. He wouldn't let the camera guy on his boat. Wow. He he was. Imagine, <laughs> imagine with a live feed. I can see you know accidentally taking off your raincoat and it lands on the camera. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I I can see it's going to be a whole different kind of strategy now. Yeah. You've got a budget. For the fact that you're going to have extra competition on your best holes, your yeah. your strategies and patterns are now are going to be completely revealed. Yeah. Um, you know, as a competitor, you you know if you're not on them, right? You're not catching them yeah. during practice. You say, all right, well if I can just grind out a limit today, I'll know what to do tomorrow. Yeah. Grind out a limit. Go yeah. back, watch some of the live right of of what had happened, and then you'll have a full pat. You'll right. have a full 
pattern for the next day, so you just yeah. got to get through day one. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's, in, it's interesting analogy. You know, it's. Uh, I, I think in the long run, I think it's going to be great for the sport, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of things you got to really think about now. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I mentioned Skeet. Um, you know, Skeet had a decent tournament. He was leading or second the first day. He actually won something during the Classic, and I don't know if you know this. I know Brian knows. Um, for those of you that weren't there, Skeet Reese actually won worst dressed of the 2015 Classic. <laughs> he actually borrowed Big Bird's yellow pants <laughs> he did. Uh, during that event. So congratulations, Skeet, for being worst dressed. Um, <laughs> you know, to me, when I when I look back at the Classic, uh, you know, and I and I'm I'm I'm. You're never happy in, in, unless you win, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I wanted to win. I wanted another one of these, uh, of course. But I look back on it, and I don't have, I don't have a lot of regret, regrets. That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. There weren't a lot of missed fish. There weren't bad decisions. I felt like I fished as good of a tournament to try to win as I could. And that's a great feeling. You know, that, that's nice when you, when you end an event. Not where you want it to be, but you feel good about it. And, and that's, uh, for, for sure, that's my mental state right now. Um, you know, the story of the classic was the weather. The weather. Mm-hmm. And it was cold. Cold, 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 yeah. cold. Well, Super cold. Highs, highs were below freezing, right? 20 degrees for the high? Barely. I mean, in All the right. mornings, it was in the low teens. You mm-hmm. had a wind chill on top of that. Uh the the guides the ice the the boat stuck to the trailer troll motor props not spinning it was it was as cold of a classic as we've ever seen it was it was it colder than grand it was colder than grand over the course of three days absolutely yeah, we were we were nine the one morning yeah nine degrees one morning of the classic uh man just just a cold classic and I got to tell you there's a couple standout things for me. At, at at the classic, and the one usually you know it's it's baits and techniques. I'm gonna talk about that in a second, but the big standout for me was how cold it was, and the clothing and the apparel. And I I mentioned this briefly on stage the last day, but if you didn't have the right gear, if you weren't ready for that, dude, you were out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 were out of it mentally. Uh, you know it. I, it, it was it was that it was that cold. A cold fisherman catches no fish. No fish because he's worried about other stuff. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He, you just don't care. No, you don't w- care. Once you get cold, it it's over. You lose your edge every time. Yeah. You you know you're worried about your feet and your hands. Mm-hmm. You want to you know you want to get to a warm place. You're not concentrating. Uh, the the weather was the biggest story for me. And and I want to give real quick give a special shout out to Under Armour. Thank you Under Armour for the amazing gear. That was a big part of my success at the Bassmaster Classic. Uh, you know, and I know a lot of you know this already, and I know we talked about it. Um, but for me, the Classic revolved around two patterns, two baits at different points of the day. You know, and the one was that early bite and how critical mm-hmm. that early bite was. Um, and that first hour, hour and a half for me, fishing in the ditches. And you know we we call it the weapon bite. You know when those when those blueback herring move into the backs of those ditches at night, and then as soon as that sun comes up, those bluebacks funnel back out, and those bass ambush them as they're coming back out. And you've got this little window to catch them. And you saw several guys, Casey Ashley, 
Uh, Jacob Prosnick, I think Bobby caught some doing it. We'll ask him later. Took advantage of that early bite. And I, I did too. Mm-hmm. I did the same. And and I was excited uh, because this was this this was a key bait for me on that blueback herring bite. And that's uh that's that new Rapple Shadow Rap. Brian, can we get a crotch cam real quick on this thing and then I'll I'll throw it back to you. Um, I know you've heard a lot of buzz about this bait already. Uh, but this is a brand new jerk bait, suspending jerk bait by Rapala called a Shadow Rap. Key bait for me in that morning period. Now of course the first morning we missed it. The first morning we missed it uh, with a delay. But the second morning, third morning, key fish in the morning on that bait. And you you weren't alone. No. I mean we were we were watching. Ott was, I had it tied I, on. I was catching them. Yep. Uh, Randall Jacob, Tharp. Jacob Wheeler. Jacob Wheeler was, caught him in the morning. Was smashing him with that bait. Yep. Yeah, it was a it was a very it, effective tool. It was a key bait. And uh, let me let me interrupt real quick in our conversation. And folks, uh, breaking news. Uh, breaking news <laughs> from here on Ike Live Studios. Folks at home, folks at home, joining us on the casting couch. Dave, you made good time. Uh, joining us on the casting couch. Dave Brodzik, everybody. Dave Brodzik. Woohoo! AK Moore. How you doing? All right, man. How's it going? Good. Good time. Got some problems, dude. What do you mean? WTF on the driveway on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> and WTF on the steps and the secret I, steps on the right, way to the bunker. What's right, going on? Right, we were supposed to send him the text. <laughs> He didn't send in a text. I almost had to crawl down the, the ice. Oh my God. I've never heard of a snow shovel. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Driveway, dude. I, he, Brian was. I'm a, I don't want to place the blame, but he All was right. specifically instructed to tell everyone to enter through the side door. That's uh, almost well. everyone. Almost yeah, everyone. I, I, I never get happy birthdays. I never get uh, included sat- in stuff till five minutes before we're all supposed to do it. Like, That's a- <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going uh, away this weekend. Oh, really? No, yeah, you were supposed to. You're not on Facebook, so no one told you. you know? Oh my God. <laughs> Well, why are you not on Facebook? That's then? borderline sabotage, right yeah, there. Yeah, whatever, dude. I'm that- used to it, but it don't matter. Oh my gosh, are you okay? Do you have any? Any? No, I got any- down fine. Okay. I got down fine. I no flesh. No flesh wounds. Well, I knew I didn't get the memo when I when I'm tugging on the locked door. So. <laughs> <laughs> I knew at that point I was either about to go so back you, up. You, Thankfully, oh, I got guests at the bar to let me yeah. in. Oh, yeah. Ryan! Yeah. That, that was whatever. quite an adventure coming up that driveway. I gave How instructions on staying to the left of hour, the dude, I got rocked. <laughs> I gave them to her. Maybe it'll be iced up by the time we leave. Man, hey, I just I, drive over. I mentioned this before. If there's any hardcore super fans out there uh, and you want to donate asphalt, <laughs> Please donate it to me. I have a terrible driveway. Uh, here, here well, let's jump back into it. And, and Brian the Carpenter, show that again. There's a look at it. Go the other way a little bit. Uh, go to the other way. The other way, Spock. No, the other way. There you go, Spock. No, no, no. You had it right there. No, right there. Yeah, turn it aside. There's a there's a look at the brand new Rapala Shadow Wrap, and that's the one I fished. That's the deep version. Uh, tremendous bait. I fished it in a color called Mossback Shiner. Yeah, this ain't. The, That's the not it, but it, but it, but it, it looked like the bluebacks. Uh, ten pound trilene fluorocarbon. That first hour, mm-hmm. if you would get in a drain, and if you would see bait or loons in that drain, forget about it. You would, you would catch a feel on that bait. That, Super key. That's interesting. How Super deep? key. The, How the, deep? Did loons point out bass? Loons are. They're always around the bait. Always and they the always bass. will lead you to the best. Always. Yeah. And I know you've seen it before. Lake Champlain. Yeah, Gosh, Champlain. Lake George. That's our Fall River 
Pat. Yeah. yeah. You know, looking for those looking for those birds, man. Cormorants. For the birds. You see the cormorants? Well, the cormorants, I kind of run the other direction. I I think a lot of False. times cormorants scare the bass. They bully them. False fish out tick? Of there. Nah. But loons, uh-uh. nah, loons, dude. they point them out. Dude, we Brian and I have won river tournaments against all the local river guys chasing mm. chasing those birds. Wow. I I that's yeah. the, I find that they bully the fish a lot. Yeah. And move them out. I, obviously it's not always the case, but uh, yeah. I can tell you this with loons it's almost every time you find loons feeding in a place, man, the loons bass are, the are with them. Loons are the Real quick on a loon, can you do do a loon sound for everybody at home? Okay, let's look at the camera and give, <laughs> us, give us a loon. I can't even do it. No, you know what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need some focus here. Wow, do that one more time. Do that one more time. I liked it. Do it one more time. It was good. No, I'm serious. I, I don't think it. I can do it. Try yeah. it again. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, yeah. that that was that was close. That was so so. Let me hear yours. I don't, I can't do a loon. Uh, can I? Can can we get to the fans? Let's get to the. You want to? Yeah, let's get to. Let me say one other thing, and oh. then we'll get to the fans. Let me uh. say one other thing. I just back real quick. I just want to get to. We're talking about the baits I used real quick because I'm, I'm going to be overshadowed by the real uh, champion of the event here. But uh, dude, at nine nine thirty every day. If you weren't on that bite, mm-hmm. if, you, if you if you were if you missed it, that sun when that sun hit a certain angle nine nine thirty, it was done. So it was at, it was at jerk bait in the backs. Once that happened, dude, my strategy was big jig, get out there on the deepest breaks that touched something. Right. Channel bend, you know, if you had a channel bend and it touched the side of a point, if you had a flat that had a ditch in the middle, those breaks, I concentrate on those breaks, and I look for the isolated brush. That was the winning formula for me. The biggest problem is I had no concentrations of fish. There, there was, there were always one, two at max, and you had to hit so many places to get a bite. So I was running 20, 30, 40 places a day fishing for one bite. Per spot. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. knew you were trying to get one bite. Did you have one go-to size on your jig? One go-to size, which was a three-quarter ounce three-quarter ounce missile jig. Okay. Uh, and it, I tell you, the missile jig's so prototype that I don't even have one tonight. I had a couple. I left them in my boat down in Texas. I don't even have one to show tonight. But uh, really cool jig design, unique head design that let that jig come through the cover. Which was a real key to the to the bite. You'd throw it out there, and dude, I would I would work it fast because if I if I wasn't touching that brush, I wasn't getting bit. But as soon as I touched it, I'd slow it down and and work it through that brush, and that's when that bite would happen for sure. It's got to have a great weed guard on it. Three it's got a, It's got a great weed what? guard. It's got a great angle to the weed guard. Yeah. That's a big issue. I know we're, we're jig fanatics, and the angle of the weed guard in relation to the hook is so important. You've got ones that are that are too pushed out that you can't get a good hook set, and then you've got ones that are too pushed in that snag every mm-hmm. ten cast. Uh, missile jig takes care of all that. And this was a football head. Football head jig. Football and they're notorious jig. for being difficult to get through the cover. They're Horrible. notorious. They're great for rock, but they're hard mm-hmm. around wood. This one is different. Um, and I kept it simple, by the way. Uh, green pumpkin jig, green pumpkin havoc chunk trailer on the back. Simple as could be, uh, 17 pound trialing fluorocarbon, slow and low on the bottom. And I got to tell you, the reason I went with that jig is one of the first fish I caught in practice, the first day of practice, 
When I caught it, I looked down his throat. And I do this all the time. I kind of eyeball it. I got my pliers, and I was like, and I saw the claw, and I pulled it out. Dude, it was a freaking lobster. Yeah. <laughs> a lobster. It was a big one. Mm-hmm. So big jig, big, big, uh, big uh, trailer on the back, and it was cake. And I'd get three to five or six bites deep, and that's it. But when I got bit, they're all three, three plus pounds. The right kind. They were the right kind. So, mm-hmm. in, in in hindsight, maybe a couple little things I would have changed, but I'm happy with with the performance. I'm happy with my finish. You know, I fished to win, and and that's all you could ask for. No, you, that was a great tournament. You had us all pulling for you. You know, we were watching every cast you made, and it was interesting watching Casey. Uh, you know, fish that tournament, and he commented he wants to fish the jig. He's a jig guy, and uh, at practice. He he had to. I, I was reading about. It, he had to actually put that jig rod down because he f- he felt like in order to you know he needed to do what he was doing with that yeah. fish head spin. Yeah. And he he just he dialed into that early at practice. Yeah. And that's that's really kind yeah. of what put him. Over I can't the wait top. to hear about it because yeah. I I I watched like everybody. I watched a little bit of the the footage after it was over, and he fished it in a very unique way, a lot slower than I I'd ever fish a fish head spin. Mm-hmm. So. Keep that in mind. We want to ask Casey that when he comes back on. Uh, let's get to the fan feedback. I know Rebecca in the back is chomping at the bit. Uh, Becky, Brian, what do, what do we got? What do we got back there? We got a we got a million things going on back here with uh, some fan interaction. What do we got, Beck? Let's let's see you, Beck. I don't even remember now. Let's take a look at you. So long what do we got? <laughs> you don't remember? No. Uh, multiple questions on. Uh, we're going back now. Okay. So back to the classic. There was a lot of questions on how to deal with the cold weather and fishing. Yeah. Um, we had a handful of questions about what the heck do you wear to stay warm enough? Yeah. Um, what do you do when your rod is freezing? Yeah. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, you were talking about baits. People wanted to know which rod were you using to throw that fabulous bait that Brian was showing. Uh, there's more, but start okay. with that. So they want to they want to know a little bit about the gear. Well, yeah. let's talk about it. We talked about the clothing, Dave. I noticed you're wearing Under Armour tonight. Very nice. Uh, that that was key, you know. And and for you know, we fish around here a lot in the cold, mm-hmm. and we fish winter leagues. Shit, we've been fishing top rod cold tournaments for years and years. Yeah. So we were a little more used to it, I think, than a lot of guys in different parts of the country. But I can tell you the the most key thing, and one of the key things is clothing now is so much better. Mm. Uh, Becky and I were laughing because like 10 years ago, <laughs> to be warm, yeah. you'd be like that kid from the mm. Christmas story, yeah. you know? You'd be like, I've got to... and now, dude, the clothing, the stuff that Under Armour makes, the, the base layer stuff. Dude, you you don't even you're not even bulky anymore, but it's got the technology behind it. Have so, you fished with Stockel in the cold recently? He's no, still, he's still bulky as ever. Is he still bulky? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nine jackets. Nine jackets. <laughs> not no more. And the sleeves are short. Oh, yeah, of <laughs> <well>, every sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three quarter sleeve. Three quarter sleeve. Yeah. One Under glove, Armour. One other gloves left at home. Yeah, Call the mitten that's got yeah. it's all ripped. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut shut up. Uh, no, but the, but the, the 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 clothing's key. Uh, you know that that base layer stuff that Under Armour makes is phenomenal. The 3.0, the 4.0 base layer stuff, phenomenal. You know, the other thing I do, uh, and this is this is kind of a little bit of secret, um, is the chemical warmers, and that's that helps too. And I do the long ones in my in my boot. I do the the ones that are the whole length of the sole. I do the hand warmers I'll have, um, but the big one 
Cayenne peppers in your sauce? Cayenne peppers, jalapenos. Right. The big one is... The waist? The back warmer. Oh, yeah. yeah, the back warmer. Yeah. Warms your core. Yep. You know, I sell them at CVS. It'll last 10, 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Put it on there, and it, it just warms your core. And it keeps you loose. It like, keeps you, you yeah. You don't feel stiff, man. You don't feel stiff. Yeah. Keeps you loose. Uh, you and know, the on gloves, the, heating the gloves. The gloves, gloves are key. Yeah, I'll, I'll do, what I actually do is I'll, I use a lot of the Under Armour liner gloves, a thinner glove, and I'll, I'll have two or three pairs ready in a Ziploc. I use a, a gallon Ziploc, and I'll throw those, uh, hand warmers in there, zip it up almost all the way. I'll just leave a little air to, to get that reaction going. And, you know, an hour or two in, your hands get cold or a little wet from touching your bait. I swap out, and you get you have put you know you got warm liners that go on. I like that. That's a cool little trick. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. Uh, on the guides, you know, so I can tell you this, you know, three main tricks that I saw guys using. The one is is uh, is that sound effect? Sounds like show. Oh, it's just a brain uh, moment. The, the one, <laughs> the one, the one is obvious. Is you just dip your tip rod tips in the water. Mm-hmm. You know, the air temperature was in the low teens. That water temperature was in the forties. So, you know, that's kind of a pain in the butt because you're, you're constantly sticking it in there. The other way is that silicone spray. You know, Real Magic mm-hmm. is a good one. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys using that silicone spray helps keep the ice off. But a big one are the guides themselves. And I know there are a lot of fans of micro guides out there. I know there are. But I got to tell you, ice tournaments are not the place <laughs> no. for micro no. guides. Uh, and we're going to find out how important a different type of an eye was. Yeah. When we talk to Casey. We are. We are. Guides are key. And we're going we're gonna to find that out. And that actually leads to the last comment about, uh, about the rod. Dude, it was so cool to launch the Ike Series rods at the Classic and have a badass tournament using the rods for the first time. Yeah. And, and the two rods that I use for those techniques... It just brought me to a different level having the exact tool that I wanted, you know. The jerkbait rod, which, by the way, Justin Lucas and Brandon Polnick used the same rod in the classic. Right? It's that's that's pretty humbling. Six uh, four, dude. Six four, short rod hmm. with a short butt, and and it's delay series, so it's it's that parabolic rod. And when you got one to bite, you would catch it, you know. That was a key rod, Ike series rod. And the other one was the seven two. Uh, jig rod, Abu Garcia Ike Series jig rod. Man, that rod for for doing what I was doing for jig fishing, like that, where you've got to jack them and get them quick, get them out. That was the deal. And both those rods had mid size guides on them, which mm-hmm. were great because they weren't those micros. They didn't freeze up. They had enough space in the guide to to let you continue to fish. Yeah. So there were some good questions. We got any more back? Or you want to you want to continue on? We're running late. It's because it's such a great show. <laughs> oh, we're 12 minutes late. Okay. Let's do one more question back, and then we're going to keep going. By the way, Dave, you missed it. We've got a poll going tonight. Okay. Um, it's going to be totally fan-based. That at 10 o'clock, when the haircut ha- or cut happens, we're going to let the fans vote. We're going to let the viewers vote. On what gets cut, the beard or the head? 
So do the fans get to determine what kind of a style you have? I don't think we're going to go that far. Hitler, Hitler. They're, they're trying. <laughs> I don't think we're going to go that far. Maybe. Well, let's see what they say. All right. Well, first off. I think we're heavy on the head right now. Listen, by the way. you've got to discuss the Ike's mini flip jig because everyone wants to know Ooh. when is it coming. Oh, Ike's gotten, mini flip. I've gotten yeah. a lot of those. Okay. Um, people are very excited about the rods. People have them shipping. People very excited. Oh, the Shadow Rep apparently sold out all around Greenville. Shadow Rep sold out. Sold um, out the classic. Sold out the like classic. Saturday. Ike Rod sold out the classic. Mini flip jig sold out of the classic. Wow. Crazy. So when can people get the flip jig? When is yeah. it? So for for those of you that want that mini flip jig, um, they're shipping. Uh, Tackle Warehouse has them. They had them for pre-order. They're coming in very soon. A uh, little bit of information. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag too much, but you're going to see them at every dick store across the country really soon. Really exciting. Uh, they're phenomenal. They're phenomenal. They're phenomenal. And it's neat because here we're launching a, a jig, the Mini Flip, which is a, a finesse compact flipping jig. And now we've got a football head coming at ICAST a couple months yep. down the road. So it's neat to launch different styles at one time, you know? All right, you ready? I got a couple quick ones for okay. you. Steve really wants to know if you're excited about the West Coast swing. Steve does. Steve, just tell him yes or no. Uh, one Steve. answer, one word. One word. Steve, super stoked about the West Coast swing. That was two words. Oh, that was two. All right. Okay. Um, what is your choice of beer for tonight? Everyone is commenting. Oh, oh, let me let me tell you my choice of beer tonight. Um, I'm I'm really taking it back to to the grassroots for me, man. And I'm I'm drinking <laughs> smooth, cold, old Milwaukee light. Uh, just very refreshing tonight. Uh, I had a really busy day. My wife drug me into a trampoline park <laughs> this morning and made me jump around like a lunatic. Uh, it, it was a, an amazing workout, but I'm an old guy, and after a hard workout at the trampoline park, nothing quenches your thirst like in old Milwaukee. <laughs> that was amazing. It tastes so good. That was it <laughs> <laughs> and it tastes so good. Okay, uh, and lastly, what this again is going to be one word. Which event are you most excited about on the Elite Series? Oh, that's an easy one. I'm most excited about the flats. Uh, there's a lot of really cool tournaments. All right, great. Flats. There we have it. Flats. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to practice my butt off for that one, too. Just to let you know. It's an hour away. It's an hour you? away. I'm going to put in my time. I'm going to go to work. Uh, let's uh, let's give a couple more shout-outs, and then we're going to go to uh, our first guest of the night, which is a very exciting thing for me. Yes. Especially when we've got really superstars of different sports that come in. That's exciting to me. Uh, but real quick, uh, special shout-out uh, – uh, to Steve Donis. Uh, Steve uh, does a lot of great uh, illustrations for us. Always keeping me laughing with his uh, with his with his cartoons and illustrations. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it, stuff, man. It's it's amazing. Uh, yeah, follow him on Twitter. What's his uh, Twitter handle? Oh, uh, uh, if you want to follow Steve, it's uh, it's uh, let's see. Uh, at McQueen. At yes, uh, it's uh, at McQueen thirteen thirteen. Follow Steve on Twitter. If you want to see some amazing illustrations, follow. Let's not hold us up any longer. Dave, do you know who we have coming on tonight? Do you know who we have? Uh, no, no, yeah, I do. I'm very excited about our Isn't this cool? Yeah, let me play amazing. the video quick, and then I'll get on the... Isn't this cool? All right, let's take a look at this video, and then we're going to get them on the phone. 
Play it, Bry. Ninety-six. <laughs> nice. Wow. And held it up. And held it up. <laughs> held it up. That was a nice hook set, by the way. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. That was a heck of a I hook think that set. That was Romo. Was that that looked like was that a, that was a spinning rod hook set? It looked like a spinning rod. That, it looked like a spinning rod. I mean, he me. could be a saltwater angler. I mean, he, Texas. He, if he lives on the coast, he could be. A, he could be a. Well, we're gonna guy. we're gonna ask him. We're gonna ask him uh, what kind of hook set that was. Yeah. I'm guessing spinning rod. By the way, I'm guessing spinning rod yes. with a light wacky rig. It looked like spinning rod. It looked like looked like light he wacky rig. He held up rig. a bass. So I mean, obviously he held. You know. Yeah. So he's not fishing the oil rigs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you got to set like that on the oil rigs, you know. Yeah, right. It's hard to hold up one of those fish. Yeah, a Goliath grouper <laughs> yeah. on four pound tests and yeah. a spinner rod. How long would it take to to spool you? Do you know what the non politically correct name for the Goliath grouper was back in the day? A Jew, what Jewfish? Jewfish. Jewfish. Yeah. yeah. Jewfish. Yeah. They're crazy. I want to catch one of those things, man. Yeah. They're, they're nuts. They're they're crazy. I mean, they eat prehistoric looking. They have a mouth this yeah. big on them. Yeah. What they get. 600 pounds yeah. they don't they don't hit they, get they don't big? hit the way they look oh, yeah they just <laughs> they kind of mouth it mouth it and run away with it yeah you know? that's crazy <laughs> I want to catch hey, Jake wants if, to catch one yeah if any uh, saltwater guides are watching tonight and you want to send us on a free trip please uh, please send <laughs> us if you want to send us like Key West or the Bahamas or something yeah man that'd be great we'd love to go right Dave yeah, yeah heck yeah man you'd go in a heartbeat Perfect. wouldn't you in a heartbeat Perfect. We went fishing down the Caribbean. We caught some yellowtail. We did. You caught a shark. I did catch a shark. As long as Pete brings that totally rad beard. That's a good beard, dude. I'm jealous. I can't get one yeah, like that. Thank it. you, man. Uh, That's nice. great. We ready, Bry? Yeah, you just got to finish. All right. for you guys to stop farting around. Oh, yeah. Stop, stop farting around. Uh, man, this is very exciting. Joining us live via Skype. We're going to find out where he's at. We don't know if he's home, where he's at. We're going to find out. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, number 96, Brian Robinson. Brian! Wow. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. You know, just sitting out, chilling at the house. Good to see you. You actually, you look, you look less big on Skype. No, not, not a minute ago. <laughs> not a minute ago. <laughs> no, no, it was gigantic. Okay. Well, that's it's just the small box. I'm just a man in a box. <laughs> You're a man. <laughs> We're all man in a box. Uh, first thing I got to ask you, we had a debate before you came on. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter pulled up that amazing replay uh, of the celebration, the hook set celebration. We've got an internal debate here. Was that or was that not a spinning rod hook set? Oh, that was definitely not a spinning rod. It was it? What? 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 No, no spinning rod. So it was a casting rod. It was. As a power hook set. Wow, I was wrong. I was guessing spinning rod like wacky rig, <laughs> mm-hmm. light line. I, I'm totally off on that one. I'm hey, off. You know what? How about this, Mike? Whatever floats your boat, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with hand line. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with hand a handline. Crab. crab trap? Crab, yeah. I'm going to go with crab <laughs> no trap. No one's done crab trap yet. <laughs> That's amazing. Bri- that. Crab's <laughs> a really good thing. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, uh, we we know you. We saw you at the Classic last week. We talked one night, uh, Sunday night. What did you think about the Classic? What, was that your first Classic, or have you been to another one? I was actually, my first Classic was last year at Gunnersville. At Gville, okay. Yeah. What did you think about the one this year at uh, at Hartwell? 
Um, if one word could sum it up, I would say cold. <laughs> it's cold. No, but I mean, it was it was fun to watch. It was exciting. It came down to the wire. Um, anytime you you go to a big event like that, you know you don't want it to be a blowout. You you want things to be exciting, and it was. I mean, every every time those guys came up in the super six, you know, there was an opportunity that the next guy could take it over. So yeah. it, it was just, it was just awesome to be at. Obviously the expo is always great. So we had a good time. Yeah, it, it was awesome. I, I thought it was a great event and you want to be excited. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want a guy to take that lead and, and, you know, be blowing it out 10, 10, 15 pounds, you know, in, in front of everybody else. We were, we were, we were talking about that a lot. How it was anybody's tournament. Anybody's. You know, going into that day. last day, anybody in the top fifteen really had a shot at it. Yeah. Brian, did you have anybody that you were rooting for? What's that? Did you have anyone specific that you were rooting for at the event? You know, I I didn't. Um, I mean, well, I kind of did. I was I was rooting for my buddy Cliff Crochet a little bit. You know, I've I've known Cliff for a little while now, so I, I was kind of hoping he'd do pretty well. Um, Paul Mueller, I was able to meet him last year and talk to him a lot. So I thought he was a guy that could really, really do some good things. And of course, how can you not root for Mike Iaconelli, man? I mean, come on. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, where are you calling from tonight? I mean, where are you at? Are you at home? Are you in Texas or where are you at tonight? I am in Texas. In Texas. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever fished that in that kind of cold weather like they had at the Classic? You know, I have actually. Uh, I believe it was last year we went out to the Mississippi River, and it was 12 degrees when I got out of my truck, and I went waiting for smallmouth. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, Ooh. that was Ooh. that was hardcore. I like did, it. Did you have a two-and-a-half-hour delay? <laughs> no two-and-a-half-hour delay. Um, you know, unfortunately, I had to just dip my rod tip into the water every five minutes so it didn't yep. freeze up. I figured you might fish in the cold weather, being you're in Minnesota. I figured you might have a few chances to go bass fishing up there in Minnesota. Yeah, we, we've got some great lakes around there. I mean, an hour and a half from my house, I can probably hit about 30 lakes. So, uh, you know, it's like every corner you've got a lake to go to. And, uh, you know, really and truly during the season, the only time I get to go out maybe is, you know, one or two Tuesdays during the season because that's our day off. So, I try to get out as much as I can during the season. It doesn't happen as often as I'd like, but you know, I think I can deal with the job I've got and, and, and wait for the fishing time to come around. Hey, Brian, how good are you with a swim jig uh, fishing up in Minnesota? <laughs> you know, actually, the, a lot of the success that I've had actually is with tubes. Uh, mm. You know, fishing a lot of tubes around the rivers and uh, some of the river bends and things like that. So. That, that's kind of been my go-to bait up there, but swim jigs are always good. You catch a lot of pike on those things, too. Yeah. A swim jig's a big big Minnesota bait. Now, here's a question I've got for you, and, and this is uh, it's going to be interesting. We've had we've had some other um, interesting uh, athletes on the show. We've had Trent Cole on the show. We've had Willie Young on the show. Uh, and and we have get a resounding answer from those guys that said when they're done with their football career, they want to actively pursue tournament fishing, bass tournament fishing. Is that something that, that you thought about, Bry? Is that something that, that you sat down and said, when football's done, I might get into fishing? Absolutely. Um, you know, But at the same time, I understand all the work you guys put in as far as the map study, pre-fishing, 
all that stuff. So really for me, it's about, you know, really I got to think about my family. So, you know, if they're okay with me doing it and, and, you know, jumping from one job to another job that uh, really takes a lot of time away from the family because it does, um, I would definitely love to do it. You know, hopefully I can learn as much as I can now. Uh, that way, when I am done playing football, I, I can be able to just transverse right over into that field. Yeah, you, you might have to prepare yourself for a small salary adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better talk to the family about that one. Yeah, there, there's actually no pay; it's just free tackle. So yeah. it's a big adjustment. Shirts and hats. Yeah, forget about a paycheck. Here's a free bag of worms. Uh, Take that. Hey, you know what? I mean, that, I've been blessed enough to make uh some pretty good money in my career so hopefully um you know free bags that'll add up over the years <laughs> it, it will it will and and you're not the other thing is you're not new to tournament fishing i know when we talked you said you fish some derbies at home i guess you fish with your dad and stuff so you you actually know, i mean you know tournament fishing it's not like you know you, you've got an idea what's what it's all about Absolutely. Sometimes it can be really great, and sometimes it can suck. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Yesterday, we went out fishing yesterday, had a tournament here on Lake Conroe, um, fished all day in the rain. It was you know, it was supposed to be 70 degrees. It ended up being only 51 degrees, so thanks, weatherman. And, uh, you know, we just we grinded out all day for one fish and uh you know sometimes that's just the way it goes but you always enjoy it man uh it's 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 a blast it's a blast uh brian the carpenter does a good job of putting together some interesting notes here for us and i have this note and i just i it it, it's sticking out and i want to run it past you he has a note here that you were a world-class shot putter and discus thrower in, in college is that true Yes, sir. I was a Big 12 champion twice uh, in the shot put outdoor, once indoor. I was Big 12 champion in the discus. I was number two in the nation in the shot put. Um, And actually, at at the peak of my career, I was actually 11th in the world um, in the shot put. Wow. That's amazing. That's that's such a cool sport. I watch that from afar, and that's just – that blows me away. Well, that, well, that's uh, that's all technique. Yeah, you know, it's I mean, a it's a ton it, of technique. Right. It's not just power, man. It's a ton of technique. Did you so, think about trying out for the Olympic team? You know, I did. I actually, uh, when I went into the NFL, I actually uh, two years after I was in the league, I actually started throwing again, and I actually got back up in the top twenty-five in the world. Um, you know, it just you know a lot of times with the football, you just don't have the time that you need in order to get you know, to that, that tip-top performance. And sure. uh, so, you know, I always thought about maybe doing it after football, but uh, after eight years so far being beat up on and beating up on people, uh, I don't know if my body's ready to throw a 16-pound ball from my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's got to prepare you, though, for some of the, the hardcore fishing techniques. I'd say flipping. I'd say <laughs> throwing a big swim bait. Them giant ones, you know what I mean? The trout baits. He could probably skip under the pier at Atlantic City. Yeah. With shoulders. The entire pier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like three mile cast yeah. right under the pier. <laughs> oh my goodness. Big big preparation. Uh, what? By the way, what kind of do you, what, what kind of bass boat do you have? What what do you what are you driving boat wise? All right, I, I know you're you're a bass cat guy, so don't don't get on me. No, too that's hard. okay. That's okay. I have a uh, Ranger Z521C with the new Evinrude G2 on it. There you go. Dave, 
You can relate to it. Well, what that, did you have? That's, that's what millionaires drive. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny actually. Dave, uh, 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 right in the studio. Dave here had one until he ran into a. What, what did what did you hit? A submerged pole? Or? I don't know. Something in the river. Who knows? What the heck was that thing? It was old industry. Old, old industry. industry. <laughs> you hit old industry. Yeah. So Dave had one, believe it or not, and it uh, ended up on the bottom of the river. But it was a good boat, right? <laughs> yeah, it ran well. It ran well <laughs> when it was floating. Yeah. Ran well. <laughs> that, so how much longer are you going to stay in football? You got a bunch more years left in you. I know it's uh, man, it's hard to stay in football for a very long time. But you've you've been in there a while already. Yeah, I've been playing for eight years now. Um, I've got three more years left on my contract. So we'll see how it goes, man. I mean, the thing in this business is anything goes. I mean, anytime you can be released or whatever like that. Uh, but hopefully I'll be able to, you know, buy my time and, and end my contract the right way. And we'll make a decision after that. That'll put me at 11 years. I'll be 34 years old. So we'll see. We'll see how the body holds up. That's awesome. It's Brian, awesome. how closely do you follow the at both professional trails, FLW and Bass? I follow them pretty well. Um, you know, I, I'm always looking on there to see what's going on. Um, you know, on the FLW side, as well as the BASS side. So, um, you know, I'm always online looking at those deals, seeing how the opens are going and stuff like that, you know, and I'm always trying to see, um, you know, the guys that I follow, see how they're doing as well. So I, I follow it pretty close. Yeah, so Brian's a legit fish head, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's good to have you aboard, dude. That's awesome. Are there, are there a lot of other football players, like there's guys, other guys on the Vikings team that, that love bass fishing around the league? Froze up. Oh, we lost his feed. Yeah, I think so. Here, wait, I'm just no, coming back. Wait, back. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come you on, back? Brian the Carpenter. Work your magic. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you back, bro? Can you hear us? Oh, no. no. Work your magic, Bri. Work your magic. Work your magic. I'm just curious, is guys, guys from the Vikings. Well, hey, what are you doing, man? Let's let's yeah. go back. Well, there's, there's, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think this show. What we what we've uncovered, and I didn't, I never realized this, is how many pro athletes mm. are fish heads. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. gosh, we've had just a fraction on the show, but the I'm more I I investigate, the more I find out that uh, that in football, in hockey, in baseball, yeah. soccer, I mean, all these mainstream sports, there are a ton of fish heads. I mean, guys like us that are passionate about it in those sports. Well, they're the only guys that can afford it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's bizarre? Our three NFL players that we've had on were all defensive ends. That is that is bizarre. That is bizarre. We got them back, by the way. We do. Okay, Pete. Yeah, I was just curious: is if a lot of your buddies on the Vikings or around the league, do you go fishing with other players? You know, I do fish with a few of them. I, I used to fish with Kevin Williams all the time. Um, you know, we used to go out, and he used to like to do a lot of the crappie fishing and uh, the bluegill fishing. So we'd do a lot of that. Um, there's a few guys that like to do do a little bit of bass fishing and everything. Um, so you know, a lot, every once in a while we'll get together and we'll go out and, and uh, fish a little bit. That's that's cool. You now you fish Conroe in Texas. Uh, I, I'm, that's where you're from. Do you, do you fish a lot of the other lakes like Toledo Bend and Rayburn? You have a lot of experiences with those places. You know, I, I, had, I don't have a lot of experience on Rayburn. Um, I actually spent uh, probably four or five days on there in January. Uh, I was getting ready for a tournament, and, of course, got all prepared, and the lower unit went out on my other boat uh, to, at our first spot of the day. So 
that kind of stuff. Uh, but um, it's never happened you know, to me. <laughs> yeah, it never happens, right? Um, yeah, but we, uh, you know, I fish Lake Conroe a lot. Uh, we have we have a couple power plant lakes around here, like um, Fayette County Lake, that I love to go out and fish. Um, I make some trips up to Lake Fork, which is an awesome, amazing that lake, is an amazing Fork, lake. Uh, to go out and fish. So um, you know, I, I fish quite a few lakes around the state of Texas. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Brian, this is an exciting part of all our interviews, and this is called the Ike Live Rapid Fire Questions. I'm going to throw about five questions at you, and you just got to say the first thing that comes to your mind. And be honest. Be honest. And here it goes. First question. Super Bowl ring or a Bassmaster Classic trophy? Super Bowl ring. <laughs> duh. <laughs> duh. 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 Yeah, exactly. I, was, I would have guessed that, too. Uh, blindside sack on Aaron Rodgers or a 13-pounder on a swim bait? 13-pounder on a swim bait. Yeah! Hold on. Let me applause for that one. That's a good one. Um, which one smells worse? The Vikings locker room? Or Berkeley, Berkeley Gulp. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Berkeley Gulp. Gulp. <laughs> Extra credit. Who on the Vikings smells most like Berkeley Gulp? Wow. Probably one of the offensive linemen. <laughs> Blame it on the offensive linemen. Yeah. yeah. Good move. Uh, bigger Posse, Floyd Mayweather or the Lane family? Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> I don't know. They, Chris might they dispute had, that they tonight. They have a massive posse. Bobby. I mean, Bobby might dispute that tonight. They roll deep. Uh, which angler on the elite trail right now is most likely using performance enhancement drugs? <laughs> um, you know... I might have to go with Skeet Reese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think right you're answer. right. I think you're right. It's unanimous. His legs looked really big, too, in those yellow pants. I think his, I think there was definitely some steroid use there. Squats. Um, I don't know if I'd go with steroids, but there there definitely might be some HGH or something. Like that. <laughs> He's shooting it in his neck, for sure. Uh, and the last question, if we had sound effects, Brian, we could do a drum roll here, no, but I, I know we don't. Um, last question. Will Pete Glusick, who's sitting to my right right here, ever see 220 again? 220 pounds. Uh, yes. I think the closest he'll get is 222. <laughs> wow! I think awesome! Yeah. That's pretty good, though, Pete. Uh, well, I'll take it, but I, you know, I see that uh, what we have in common is we both weigh 258 pounds. Wow! <laughs> well, actually, I weigh 270 right now. Oh, wow! Man. Yeah, and his is probably all muscle, Pete. <laughs> what are you trying well, to say? I would say I would say 99% muscle. Yeah. <laughs> well, well I, you've got something to aspire to, I'm Pete. Try, I'm trying to get 222. I'm going to hit 200. I'm getting there. You watch. Mm. <laughs> I'm only 5'10". I hope you do. Thank you. Thank you look you. good. You look, you look, yeah, you are, you are good. the last time I, I saw you. You are good. You. Hey, Brian, thank you for joining us, man. It's always an honor to have guys like you on the show. Man, uh, so awesome talking to you. Uh, hope to hear from you in the future. Keep in touch with us, will you? Yes, please. Yeah. Keep in touch with us. We love to hear how things are going for you. Yeah, likewise to y'all as well. Okay. Hey, Brian, two more questions. Um, have you ever fished with Randy Moss? I have not fished with Randy Moss. Okay. All right. And what do you know about Fat Cat Newton and high kicks? 
tit. <laughs> Fat cat Newton. <laughs> he breaks in. It's funny. I actually got to meet him at the classic, and it, it was pretty awesome because I actually showed my dad. He had never seen the videos. So I showed my dad about an hour and a half worth of videos the night before. We couldn't go to sleep because he just kept watching the videos. <laughs> the next day, he actually comes up and taps me on the shoulder. He's like, I hear you like the videos, boo. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you, Brian. Brian Robinson, everyone. Wow. Good luck next year. Man. <laughs> That was awesome. That great, was awesome. great guest, that man. He's very cool. Great guest. It, it, it's mind-boggling to me that these these amazing athletes, superstars of their sports, are regular dudes. Mm-hmm. He's like the he's a regular dude. Yep. You know what I mean? That's great. I lo- I love that. I love you, the fact that we get to have these very normal, cool conversations with guys like this. You, you know, know? I, I think that's a good point to make. I mean, most most of professional athletics, whether it's in fishing or football, it's a it's about you know commitment. Yeah, it's about it's about the the mental attitude to drive yourself beyond where the normal person would quit. Yeah. You know, and 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 I, so it's between the years is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think all professional athletes, you know, it's all about loving the preparation part, over practicing, yeah. over preparing. I, I think that's where a lot of no, it comes from. But yeah. no sport dissects its athletes more than professional football does. Yeah, one percent of all Division One college football players will play in the NFL. Wow, one percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. there there's uh, I think football for sure. The skill set there is way bigger. And, and 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 the physicality, the physicality, yeah, the, the size, the dominant yeah. alpha, you know, yeah. that, that's physicality. You, you have to have speed. You yeah. have to have size in a lot of positions. Yeah. But there's even guys that break through. I mean, look at the quarterback for the Seahawks, whose name escapes me right now. He's five ten. Yeah. Yeah, but you this know. is a man who's six foot three that ran a four six forty at the combine. When we were in high school, one kid ran under ran under five, and he was you know he was Mike Prezano. Nah, oh, I'm just I thought you meant Prezano because like, he know, was eating bread. This is a man that's it's you know, a huge man. Yeah, yeah. There's certainly that physicality is is key in a lot of those positions. Well, I think I think a little bit of that's important in fishing. Physicality, a uh, body mechanics. All right. Body topics. mechanics are key, man. Bobby Lane's blowing me up. He's ready to go. He's chomping Bo- at the bit. Bobby Lane's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, right, well, Mike, hold on, Mike. You're the boss. Can we put a moratorium on chomping at the bit? No. Quotes. You did it. He did it. I, really? No more chomping at the bit. Dude, just shut up late, and you're going to start making rules. Uh, what the, write, write it on the – we have a dry erase board back yeah. there. Write no chomping on the bit comments. All right, well, put I it up there so I can remember. The bit. Right, How about, Dave, you tell us what we're allowed to say. Are right, we allowed Brian. to chomp on it or chomp at it? Chomp whatever. Chomp it. Chomp it at the bit. Uh, let, let me remind everybody, uh, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your oh, feedback. Yeah. We want to hear your comments. Uh, please chime in with the show. Hit us up on the IM feature right there next to the screen. You can hit us up on Twitter. It's Mike underscore Iconelli. And later in the show, we're also going to have a 1-800 number set up, a free toll-free number for the Ike After Hours portion of the show, which is a great portion of the show. And that's coming up at 10 o'clock. Uh, and by the way, keep voting on the hair versus the beard because we want to know that, right? Turn your camera it's on, Bob. Be the hair. Okay. Yeah, hair versus beard. We want to know that. Um, Brian, we ready? Or you got a little small break? Or yeah, we got Bobby on the line, but wait for him to turn his camera on. Oh, wait for him to turn his camera on. Okay. Turn the camera on, Bob. 
We got an echo too. What's up? Oh, there we go. Here we go. There's. All right, and turn your. There you go. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Wow. <laughs> Look at you guys. All right. <laughs> Here it goes. Let me give you a proper introduction. Right, Join. Joining us live. <laughs> Via Skype. <laughs> the whole crew. The whole crew. Join us live <laughs> via Skype. Where's Bobby Jr.? Join us live via Skype, I think from home, is Bobby Lane's hat. <laughs> it's actually, we don't, we don't see you, Bobby. We just see your hat. Here he, here he comes. Here he comes. Bobby Lane the third. He had just stepped in. Yeah. Bobby Lane the third, everybody. Wow, the whole the whole Lane posse. Got them all. Man. BBL thrice. Yeah, I we we just asked. We had a we had a football player on just a second ago, and we asked whose posse was bigger, yours or Floyd Mayweather's, and I think you win. I know we win. This is this is the lanes here, dude. <laughs> over here. It's 89 degrees in it, in the state of Florida. I'm loving it. Wow. I caught fast. Well, your your friggin' producer there he <laughs> earlier and lost two fish guarding fry today. I mean, who? Who's heard of people guarding fry, bass guarding fry this time of the year? <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Not in my backyard. Now you, you, you can't. I can't even think about it. I can't even think about eighty degree weather. I can't think about fry garters because we've got what, like eight inches of ice on the ground outside. The icebreakers are cutting channels through the Delaware River and my driveway. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how I'm going to get up the servant steps out of here. I don't know. <laughs> that that brings up a point real quick. So every, by the way, for every, all these watching don't know, there's an FLW going on at Toho right now. Does that pain you, Bobby, to know that's happening right there and you're not fishing it? It's got oh, to. Mike, why did you ask? I have question? to know. No, you shouldn't have asked the question. I, I'm like chomping at the bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm telling you, their day off is Wednesday. I'm thinking of going Wednesday. Just to go down there and pound on them because they <laughs> on the unbelievable day. fishing right now. The state of Florida <laughs> is on fire. Like I said, right here to my right is a 15-acre lake, and tonight they were guarding fry. I mean, unbelievable. Full moon, 90 deg- 80 to 87 degrees all week. My daughter, Amberly, this, this little angel right here, she caught a five-pounder off my dock yesterday with a bluegill. I mean, it is wow. sad. Congratulations. Sad. We wow. came from Lake Hartwell where you got to catch them in 90 foot of water. And <laughs> you hope to God you get a bite. <laughs> oh, my God. What a, you, what, a, what a culture shock. That I is. know. That's got to be crazy. Do you think I, – I, I was reading oh. where they're predicting that Toho might go full-blown spawn. Do you think they'll threaten the BASS record that Rojas put together? Uh, you know, I, I doubt it, Mike. Uh, we, we've been doing this a long time, and we've had a couple of, you know, me- mediocre warm months, so I, I doubt they're going to set the record, but I, I really do predict uh, – I put it to you this way: If the guys don't come in with a couple of 30, 30 to mid thirty pound sacks one day or the other, then uh, you know 
the elites need to go next year and show them how to catch them. It was Saturday, it was 29 to win, and Sunday, it was 29 to win. And the water temp was 65 degrees, so wow. uh, it's going to reach the mid. It's going to reach the low 70s uh, as the week goes on. And the full moon has just arrived. You can see my my daughter Amberly here. She's loving Skype, but uh, <laughs> we, we should, somebody there's going to there's going to be some 30 plus pound stringers, man. Those guys are good enough. They're going to catch some big stringers and. Uh, you never know, you know, but I think with a little bit of warm front coming, uh, we've had several warm days and then it got miserably cold, but those fish tried to spawn, tried to spawn. When Dean set the record, it was cold, cold, and then it got warm real quick. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I expect some 30s. I really don't expect to see a 40. That's amazing. Well, what a difference uh, a couple. Seen, what a difference. What a difference a couple. Get in here. Hi. Let's get in. Oh, come on. Hi, sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. It's Becky, Lexi. You can say hi to Becky. <laughs> What, so what a difference a week makes in weather. Uh, let me let me jump back to the classic. And first of all, let me tell you, we our boats were next to each other in the yard, so we had a chance to talk a lot. But good tournament, Bobby. Good tournament. Nice start I to the year. Too. Thank it you. It's all about the color. It's all about the color. Let's talk about that a little bit more. Metal flakes. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, and I don't, Bobby, you don't even talk about this in the media. So this is an Ike Live exclusive. The color. Was so critical last week. Really? It's so important. It's, I mean, it's, it's the pinnacle of why Bobby had 18, 19 pounds on the last day was the color. You want to talk a little bit about that? The metal flake, the color pattern, how key that was? Absolutely. I'd love to talk about it. You know, <laughs> first day of the tournament, we, we launch in 10 degrees. We take a two hour delay. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, Bassmaster Classic. Casey Ashley was number one. I mean, hats off to him. He won the Classic. But, uh, yeah, I, I ended up runner-up. But, you know, as the, as the week went on, <laughs> Becky, what you, Becky, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I see now why you finished second in the Classic and you've been so stellar. You're unflappable. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't be, you know, me and Mike all week. I, John Cruz was six boats down from me in the boatyard. Mike, me and you, unfortunately, had to be right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was red and white, you know. It was a joke at the time, but we all know in February when the water temp is anywhere from 39 to 45 degrees, anything red really yeah works. In the shallow water fish, they fire that time of the year, but you have to be there at the right time. And uh, you know, I was lucky enough to have some Yozuri mid cranks um, with me that week. And as the water temporized, the fish would start to bite shallow. First day of the tournament, it was 38 degrees. It was very, very tough on me. But as the week went on, Amberly, what is the deal? You're everybody in the world is watching. <laughs> Unbelievable here. Uh, but the, the, the Yozuri worked. You know, I caught several fish. On, on just a jig, skipping docks in shallow water. As the week went on, the water temp got a little bit warmer. Uh, I did catch a few on a fish head spin, but between those three baits, it was all about color. You needed red. Uh, the jig I was throwing was green pumpkin orange. It had my crawl fatty on the back, which Havoc makes. Havoc makes, but 
um, it is all about that, all about the color, and you need those three colors. But the main thing, Mike, is have confidence in what you're throwing. Yeah. I mean, you have to yeah. every cast you make, you got to say, okay, this is the right color for the right time of the year. And and I finished four, four two thousand eight. I was runner up to Casey Ashley in two thousand fourteen fifteen here, and. Uh, you know, it's it's getting close. I watched you win the classic several times. They showed it on video there in, in uh, the Delta, uh, Louisiana, and you know, I was really really excited about this event and made Casey Ashley catch him on the final day. But unfortunately, fell a little short. But man, I'm hungrier than ever uh, for a win. Yeah, it, it does that to you. I can tell you when you get that close to winning anything, the classic, an elite, an open, and you don't. You taste it, you want it. I, I think that brings your drive level up a whole a whole nother range, you know, because you become so close. You know, you just you you want it even more. You know, uh, I would have. Well, I, I, it's been awesome to watch Bobby. He was he was rookie of the year in the FLW, rookie of the year in the elites, and just be, I was looking at your stats with the amount of top tens and and high money finishes he's been achieving over the last couple of years it's it's just it's i'm not surprised to see him second in the classic i must i expect to see him fishing many more classics absolutely. you know coming coming up absolutely now i want to know a little bit uh and we had some questions about this on our im but the timing talk a little bit more about the timing of that because those shallow fish man like no one was like you were one of the few guys that figured that bite out but it was a timing thing right later in the afternoon it got better did those fit were those fish there and just decided to bite or do those fish actually slide up later in the afternoon maybe we ought to ask the muppet monsters here muppet <laughs> monsters, what do you think they uh, uh, oh she's loving she's loving this she's loving this Amber Lee <laughs> she's five years old she's having a ball but uh hey, hey bobby you know, could i interrupt you for one sec could you tilt your well, do your, i have a choice yeah could you tilt your camera down force tilt your screen we're seeing your hat and your uh there oh, we yeah. go there we got you now ah, bobby Lee. Amber Lee, look at there now you are on oh. where's big bird oh she got scared. <laughs> Skeet's pants. She's not fearless. Um, absolutely. You know, the first day, you know, I, I find that the, the critical moment of my event there in the Classic, but I only came in with four fish that weighed 10 pounds. As that first day, the high was what, Mike? 22, 25 degrees? It was I mean, cold. It was brutal. We launched in 10 degrees. Oh, brutal. There she is. Brutal. Birds coming around. But as the week went on, the sun came out the second day. The the uh, the wet the sun didn't come out the third day, but actual weather started heating up. And I only caught three fish under docks. I caught several fish on the Yozuri mid crank. One great big one. Um, two gr- nice fish to call out with. But um, it was always late in the day, but what I had to do was get a limit in the boat to feel secure about going shallow. That was the big deal for yeah. for me and myself in that tournament. And the first day, I really wanted to go shallow, and uh, I never had the opportunity to because I was fishing. I was fishing for a limit, you know, even 13, 14 pounds. I said if I can get to that as the week progresses, my weight should get better. And uh, Unfortunately, I lost my fifth fish, which is fine, but, um, you know, uh, 
it was it was a tough fight. I only caught seven or eight fish a day as as I as people yeah. uh, were talking to catching 20 30 a day so you know I'm trying to live up to my reputation you know big fish Bobby Lane dude, I just catch the biggest one in the lake <laughs> if if you don't have a delay on day one do you win the classic Bobby Lane hooked the fish on day one at 1 30 in the afternoon I had to weigh in at three o'clock i believe i got it halfway to the boat uh and out of the blue it pulled off it was on a drop shot i watched the fish i watched the bait go down i watched the fish follow it to the bottom i caught a two and three quarter in a three and a quarter pound spot on the exact same spot ran back to it three hours later and had the bite it comes off i it, it's scary uh it's actually eerie to think about that one fish that got off. Mm. But, yes, that one fish definitely would have made it very, very more interesting than a three-pound, two-ounce lead. I would have sure. put it right there. Yeah, it would have been. No doubt. A- extra two hours to fish in the morning might have given you a... You know, something, that too. something yeah. special, too. Yeah, but yeah. Ashley might have got some better bag on day one That's also. True. Very That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, it, correct. I mean, Casey was the hometown favorite. He loves Lake Hartwell. He proved it in the FLW. He won by 15 pounds, and now we watched him win again by three pounds. I mean, the guy lives for uh, winter fishing on Lake Hartwell, and, uh, you know, it was – it, 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 yeah, still, I'm uh, no. It's, I'm struggling. It's sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Good times you've been second, Mike. Oh, uh, too many, too many. Se- second's tough. I actually, you know, it's funny you said uh, second that. Second in the word suck, they go. Together. They go hand in hand <laughs> because I like sixth a lot better this year than I would have second. I can tell you that. I'll take my sixth place. Uh, let's switch gears here a little bit. Looking ahead, Bobby, at the schedule this year, we've got a very interesting schedule. What are you looking forward to the most? Which one? Is there one standout event in your mind? Mike, I just came off two second places. One at the Southern Open down here in Lake Toho, and I came off a second at the World Champion Bassmaster Classic. I'm ready for every one of them. Everyone. I am, I am fearless right now. My fearless, vision, Bobby Lane. My fearless. mental, my physical attitude has never been better. <laughs> What's going on in life? Amberly said, yellow bellies win tournaments. I'm after five yellow bellies every single day I am fishing anywhere we go, from Sabine to California to New York to Michigan, anywhere. I'm going to bring in the five biggest fish. Amberly, what do you think? Tell them. Yellow bellies. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got that much confidence, Mike. One, one, I, I couldn't pick one event that I really want to go to. You know, we're going to Sabine River in a couple of weeks. We know that's a real uh, tough, put it bluntly, fishery. Uh, Gunnersville, California, we haven't been to in a while. Arizona, I've never seen. St. Lawrence, Maryland. But, you know... Uh, when you have confidence about what's going on in your life and in your fishing, you you just really want to make the best of yeah. it. And and I really feel gun, you know, all my guns are firing right now, and I'm I'm looking forward to every event I go to. It. 
Except for the Delaware River. Thank God we don't have to go there. Easy. <laughs> Easy. We, we took an ass kick in there, and I really don't want to uh, picture that fishery again unless you maybe throw me a bone. <laughs> we, well, you and Pete can talk off air here. He might, he might throw you one. Well, Bob, we, Bob, there's a local angler named Mike Centaur. Throw him a spinnerbait and a promise of a Florida spot, and uh, he'll give you everything we about it. That's true. Now, the one that stands out in my mind, though, is Kentucky Lake, because you won there. Were you the last winner of an elite event on Kentucky Lake? You know what? I think we went after that, and Kevin Van Dam actually hosed us there, which normally happens. Yeah. Um, and Kevin took second the year I won. That was in 2009. I'm going to say he won in 2011, um, whatever, but I, uh, you know, I have fished Kentucky Lake like Six times. I got one check, but it was the right check. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited to get back. I want to get back to the Good Lakes, man. You know you got to have big fish to, to weigh in there. You don't go beat around the banks. You don't go do this. You look for giant fish. And uh, I'm excited about Bass Fest, and I'm kind of excited that it's a points event this year. Yeah. Good move that by needed, Bass. That needed to and happen. you should, too. I mean, you guys did amazing at uh, – Tennessee there when we were there last time and uh you know it was unfortunate there wasn't a points event yeah that was that was a good change that needed to happen because that felt that almost felt like a waste mm-hmm. fishing that event last year yeah sure. that one in the AOY championship yeah felt like a waste for who for what <laughs> yeah exactly was... I don't ever eat breakfast ever in a tournament in, in the AOY championship after the third delay I was tired of eating breakfast in the mornings. I mean, that was that was ridiculous. But, uh, you know, it all ended up well. We both made the classic. It was it was it was cool to go to Green. Emily, what time? That's that. You need to tell them about the yellow bellies. Tell them about your five pound fish caught yesterday. What did it eat? Did you catch it on bluegill? It ate a brim. She said. Wow. Now, this brim was about seven inches long, and uh, it was under our pontoon boat, and she reeled it in on a spinning reel. It was abs- it was pretty amazing. She caught it on six-pound spider wire fluorocarbon on a spinning reel. How about that? Wow. <laughs> Never had the hook in its mouth. The poor fish got the brim. It was so big, it was wedged in its mouth, and she reeled it all the way in. Wow. Well, let me let me, let me me tell you something. I want to tell you this. Um, she did. She, she's excited. That that brim and the bass, either one of them, are bigger than anything our producer's ever caught in his entire life. That's why. <laughs> well, that that's that I believe. Let me let me. See. <laughs> I, got I got this. Hey, I got this. You guys can't leave me yet. I'm gonna pull up the picture. We took it yesterday. Here we go, Amberly. You well, we want to see your this. Brim. Well, that's my son with a turtle. We don't want to show that mm. one. Look at this, guys. Can you see this? Where are we at? Where's the phone? Getting close. Oh! There you go. Whoa! Look at that thing. Good wow. That yesterday on a brim. That was Amberly. Man. That's crazy. That is oh, bigger than anything Brian has ever caught. Congratulations. That's definitely bigger than anything you ever caught, Brian. <laughs> yeah, for Brian. sure. Brian actually holds the record for New Jersey bass out of all of us. Yeah, look. He oh, does. Yeah, he does. Sure. Really? Recognize. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, life's good right now, Mike. You know, I mean, I I, uh, I can't complain. Uh, 
you know, I've had back-to-back seconds, and, and those are horrible. The one thing that really made it easier for me was when Aaron Martin showed up at the Champions Toast and said, uh, hey, congratulations on second. I'm like, second suck, Aaron. He's like, no, four seconds. <laughs> so, But, you know, I, I look at him like you, and I look at him like I do Van Damme and, and – and, and the respect that those guys get, Aaron Martin has had four seconds in the Bassmaster Classic. I mean, yeah. that is that's her. That's horrible to happen <laughs> to somebody, but it, and it happened to me. But it it took the edge off, you know. Yeah. So it, it does happen, and and I'm and I'm ready, and and I'm. How'd you do? Oh, we talked about this. No running. What was our what was our statement there in the boatyard, Mike? Something about boats in the woods? Oh no, yeah, no boat, no putting boats in the woods, especially at Sabine. Don't put boats in the woods at Orange. Is that our statement? That's it. That's it. I'm staying out of that that particular canal that I was in. I'm staying. I'm staying really far away from that spot. I'm going to go east and west, really far, either direction. Uh, Beck, do we have any questions uh, for Bobby coming through the IM? Any intelligent questions from our viewers? I do, but okay. they're so far back here you okay. give me a second. Hit us with a couple, Rebecca. We got, we got questions. Okay. I mean, uh, questionable. Comments. Okay. What do we got, Beck? Hit us with a couple. You know you know, Bobby loves the Potomac. Is that right, Bobby? I absolutely in love with the Potomac River. Yes, sir. I, you're you're going to like the flats. It's just an extension of the Potomac. That's true. Yep. Well, That's here's, one, here's it, one from Steve, and this is just a single answer. Okay. Are you looking forward to the West Coast swing? The West Coast swing? The question was, are you looking forward to the West Coast swing? We haven't been to the West Coast in four years, and absolutely, you know, we're fishing two different bodies of waters there. One is the California Delta, and one is Lake Havasu. Been to the Delta once, didn't do real well, never fished Lake Havasu, but... We're going later in the year in April. Ought to be a post-spawn, absolute slugfest. Yeah. Unfortunately, where we're taking off for in Sacramento to run to the Delta is going to, you know, it's going to hinder the weights a little bit. But I cannot wait to get down there. And to me, California looks like Florida, so I, I can't wait lot, to get down there. A lot fish. like Florida. Hmm. Very similar. We have a question for Bobby. What is your favorite lake outside of Florida? Wow, that is very easy. Potomac River. I have won more tournaments there than I have anywhere. And uh, if you're going to ask me when I'd like to be there, it's going to be from June to August. I absolutely love the Potomac River. It's a good time to be there. It, it's it's from where you're launching at the flats. It's about a three and a half hour ride. I think you could pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> Big yeah, run. I don't think I'm going to make it to my old glory holes, but uh, I'm really looking forward to getting back to that style of fishing and, and enjoying. Uh, you know, and I love that. I love that that part of the country, man. I mean, you guys aren't far from there, and I know, but I really like being right there around DC and and, and being on a river system. When you do find them, those fish absolutely, you know, when they bite, they bite good. You don't worry about missing them. So that's 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 the neat thing. You figure out the right tide, and it's lights out. Absolutely. All right, Bobby, here it goes. This is the part of the interview that's very exciting. I know you were waiting for this. I know Chris probably told you about this. This is the section that we call Ike Live 
rapid-fire questions. I'm going to throw you about five or six questions, and you have to answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. You got it. Let's shoot. Question number one. Have you ever considered a beer sponsor? And if so, what beer would it be? Absolutely Bud Light. Bud Light? Yeah. I like it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Wow, there it goes. We were waiting for that thing to make an appearance. We were waiting for that can to make an appearance. Uh, Next question. Is Florida still plagued by dangling chads? What the hell is that? What the? I didn't even get that the was, I didn't either. What is that, Brian? Dangling chads. Dangling chads? Bush versus Gore, the chads, the punch, voting the punch card ballots. Oh, that was... That's <laughs> the stupidest... Qu- <laughs> Who writes these questions? Amberly wants to answer that. Can Amberly answer that? Yes. She said yes, yes, and sure. Wow. Okay, that was officially Fair the worst enough. question we've ever had. Um, <laughs> Next question. How do you feel about the Mannings of the NFL being compared to the lanes of bass fishing? I think we need to settle it up somewhere on the field or on the lake. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, Next question. Has the lane posse ever been served by a rival posse? (laughs) (laughs) Ever! We are waiting for the challenge. (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. A bunch of Iconellis one day, huh? Uh, Next question. Do you have any plans to join the Guttersville cult? Wow, wow, and never am I leaving the state of Florida. I love it down here. (laughs) All right, and last question, and this one I think I know how you're going to answer. And if we had a drum roll, we'd play it right now. Last question is, is this the year of the beast? This is... Big Fish, Bobby Lane talking to you now, and yes, Amberly has witnessed it. Yellow bellies and the beast together, we are going to knock them dead, I promise you. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) There it goes. I said, yeah. She said she's going to eat them, and I'm going to catch them. Yeah. <laughs> yellow belly alert this year. That's awesome. That's awesome. Bobby, I hate to say this, but I believe you're going to have a good year. Um, I'm competing against you, but I, I I see it in your eye. I see the confidence. Uh, you're going to have a great year, and you had a great start at the Classic. Congratulations, and thank you for joining us, man. It was so fun. We had Chris, we're gonna have to have Arnie on next because we have we're having the whole Lane family on. So let Arnie know we're gonna have to call him here during one of the next shows. Arnie would love to be on there. Thank you for having us, Mike. We appreciate it, and uh, yeah, you have a great year yourself too. You know, I mean, seconds better than than than. Uh, you know, I, I'm shooting for number one. I promise you, but you can. Let's let's get in there and make it. Let's get in there and make it interesting all year. You know, we're both due for a stellar, stellar year. We need that. You know, yeah. no win and you're in this year on the elite. So yeah. let's knock them dead in the points, man. I'm ready. And Amberly is pulling for both of us, Becky. I feel I see her eyes there. I'm laughing. Uh, <laughs> it's it's game on, buddy. I'm ready. Awesome, Bobby. Thanks for joining us, Bobby. Thank Bobby Lane, everybody. Yeah.
Wow. Man. Bye, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) That was the most dynamic (laughs) Skype interview we've ever had. That was so cool. You know what's great about that? That just, that, like, he's a family guy. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, all the lanes are. Chris is, too. His brothers are. But that's great to see that. I mean, that's, he's a, he's like us. He's got kids running around. They're, you know, pulling at him. You know, he's multitasking. It's great to see that, But man. he didn't seem bothered by it. No. Oh, no. Like, no, no, no. Not at all. Three seconds, well, I'd be like, get the hell out of yeah. here. What are you, <laughs> no, well, get him out of the room. What are you doing? He's very patient. <laughs> we're, not, we're not sure how many Bud Lights he's had. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. got to relax. He's is, very patient. Is fishing with bluegills legal? Well, it depends. If you're real <laughs> on the bluegill in and the fish eats it, mm-hmm. I think that's legal. Yeah, now, if you're, now, if you're catching bluegill and hooking them and chucking them out there, mm. I don't know. That's not legal? I don't know. I, it, I think it's certain, certain states. In certain states, it's, bluegills are a game oh, fish. Florida, well, well, rough ev- Florida, everything's man. legal in oh, Florida. Now, everything's illegal. It's not. Ohio laws and oh, rules, my God. dude. Yeah. Well, it's marijuana's legal, isn't it? I don't know. What I about prostitution? No. No. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nevada, California. Quick with that response. Quick with that. No, no, no. Oh yeah, that Florida. That's right. Uh, I don't want to send a law on you, but I remember some of your guys' adventures down there when you're running the nitro through coral reefs, (laughs) dude. Dude, we started up like a hundred miles of flats with that thing, man. Like no idea we were even breaking the law. Allegedly, breaking the law, breaking the law. Statue limitations is long gone. Statue limitations. We're We're safe. One joint to wit. The murder might not have went away yet, but (laughs) (laughs) the dead body still floats. Man, I gotta tell you, I'm I'm all shook up here. Uh, We're like, man, it's been literally. Let's see, we're almost. What are we, almost two hours in the show? Is it More? Almost, almost two. Almost an hour and a half. We're almost two hours in the show. Right Dude, on we've time. had a st- stellar show so far. Bobby Lane. stuff. Brian Robinson. Mm-hmm. What the heck is going on on the show? These are like real guests. I mean, gosh, we had like, when the show first started, we had like, Chris Alfonso and John McGraw. On. <laughs> John, John Valdez was like, yeah, yeah, John, I, uh, yeah. Catch him. yeah. By the way, spe- uh, special shout out. So speaking of Valdez, uh, special shout out to the Lick Crew tonight. Lick uh, Crew doing some hardcore ice fishing. Oh my Watching goodness. them on social media, dude, catching giants. What are they catching? Bass, crappie, big pickerel through the ice. Shore launch. Shore launching it, man. Yep. Where are they at? I, I don't know if they want us to give away the secrets. So let me t- let me tell you this though: they're in South Jersey. They're in South Jersey doing. They're in South Jersey Smashing doing this. Them. Wow! Through yep. the ice. Special shout out to the Lit Crew. Yep. Man, that's awesome. Brian, what do we got next? Are we go- we gonna go right to Casey? We gonna talk? I don't know. A what do bit? you want to do? Let's uh let, let's get an update real quick. Let's take cool. an opportunity, Rebecca. Let's let's uh let's get an update on the hair selection here. Uh. Are we uh what, what are we leaning to? Are we leaning to head or beard? Or or head. crotch or what do we got? Hitler. Head. They're all leaning towards head. Head. Am I on? Head. Is it a unanimous yeah. head? There's That's there's no question. there's like literally no, two people. Right. Hello, am I on? I hear you. Oh, you hear me? I can hear you. Oh. Uh, about two people said if you shave your head, it'll never grow back again. Don't do that. Whoa. But the rest. Whoever they are, stop commenting. <laughs> the rest have said um, 
they, they want you to shave the head. They really want the head. Shave There's the a handful that want to know my opinion. Head. I'm staying out of this. I had a girl. Yeah, no, we should have your opinion. Rebecca, what's your opinion? I don't really have one. Head? Beard? Both? I like it all. All of it? No, no, he'll look like a pin Look like you're ready to get like, electrocuted. Full body. <laughs> there has to be hair somewhere. Full body. All right, well, we're going to we're gonna keep letting you vote. we got a, probably a good 20, 30 minutes, and we're going to end the voting. Uh, let's do this real quick. Pete, we forgot. We've got to jump back here. Let's take this opportunity to weigh in Pete. Ah, oh, come on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Let's weigh Pete in real quick. Pete, let's see how you're doing. I got Go some Pete. theme music for you. Go okay. What? Hey. <laughs> While I'm weighing in, yes. I, I, <laughs> I think you might want to talk about who dominated in the classic pick selection. Oh, uh, we can't talk about that. Okay, so yeah, why Pete's weighing in here? We did have we have the Ike Live uh, fantasy uh, fishing. And did Pete dominate? Pete's the only one said well, Casey no, Ashley? No, Pete said um, talk. Pete had talk. Okay. Mark Goldberg and Ish Monroe both picked Casey, uh, Casey Ashley. They did. Okay. Alfonso, Brian, and yourself picked you. Okay. Pete I'll take came it. in with, a, with talk, and I had, I had Aaron Martins. Aaron Martins, okay. Loser. Okay. So, so Pete, in studio-wise, is the winner, but... Ish and Mark Goldberg. Tied for first. Tied for first. Okay. Now, we're going to have to get... Are, are we doing a show Sunday, or, or is this our last show? We are going to do a show Sunday. Then we'll do our Sabine picks, um, and we'll do our uh, Sabine picks next Sunday. Okay. Are All we right. going to get, like, a Lang file? I got a thing going for it. <laughs> I want to do a Lang file, old school, to where we, like, write it. Like, a Lang, like you remember the I'll Lang? I'll write it. I'll write I it. I want to do a Lang file. That's how I was doing it until my boss came on my shoulder. He's like, you barbarian. Like, these things called spreadsheets, and he, like... <laughs> Whacked it up You're for a me barbarian. in like nine Is that seconds. True? <laughs> Get modern. Yeah. All right, so we've got we've got the official weight. Carmela, did you witness that? She, she, you witness she that? Watched me weigh in. You watched it. What was the number? Do you remember? It was one. one uh, it was one something. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. How much is Carmela had already? Way? <laughs> Did it you was, get to see it? I wasn't wearing my glasses. Brian, did you see it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I, Pete, we're going to take your word for it. I saw 246. You're an honest guy. It was, it was 246. 246? Yeah, okay, according to my calculations, let me get my calculations right here. Calculations. My calculations actually, say... I got rooked at the scale. It was 245.5, and I at, stepped off. You were and flickering I, As I was coming off the scale, it jumped to 246. Okay, so according to my calculations, even at 246, according to my calculations, you are... Two pounds lighter this Thanks. week. Yay. Wow. Two pounds lighter, everybody. You know uh, you know what makes that most impressive? What's that? You ate like crazy at the Classic. Spent five days down at the Classic. Just eating. Whining and dining. Popcorn and, shrimp. Uh, Pizza Pete. Church's chicken well, every <laughs> night. Church's chicken. <laughs> you know how it is, man. You're out every night. You're mingling and entertaining. Yeah. And, Putting out uh, the vibe. That's not yeah. to mention all the Jack Daniels you drank. Well, I, I don't drink that. <laughs> I'm, I'm noticing a he trend, though, Pete, coffee, I don't wink, like. Wink. What's that? Coffee. Every week you have some coffee. kind of a crutch that caused you not to lose more than you should Well, well no, it's, you know what it is? I'm disappointed at how slow it's moving, you know? And that's what I try to but figure out. we're older, out. dude. We have no testosterone left in our body. It takes a long time, man. You know? speak, speak for yourself, Dave. I'm trying to get rid of mine. What, <laughs> hey, I'm going to sell mine on the black market. Yeah. If anybody out there needs testosterone, <laughs> give me a call. 
I'm giving it away. I've got a surplus. Just pipe it straight from the vein, dude. <laughs> 1-800-TTTT levels. Uh, is, that, is that Mark Davis? Who's that a picture of? Huh? I look like Mark. Oh, that's not Mark. It looks like Mark Davis with a cowboy hat on. Amazing. <laughs> I was gonna say. Can, we, can we play this? Oh man. What no? is this? I don't care. You well, sure? Let's play. I haven't seen it. I, I don't. I'm not even gonna look. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, everybody, folks at home, folks at home, we're no, gonna play a quick clip right here. No one look. This might be Mark Davis with a cowboy hat, or it might be Pete. Let's roll it. Press one, Spock. <laughs> Hey y'all, I'm what, Cowboy Pete. <laughs> Watch that glide. <laughs> wow! Wow! Cowboy Pete! Pete. Cowboy hat, dude. <laughs> See, that's, that's why it's hard to lose weight at the Classic. <laughs> that's what's going there on. There was definitely some alcohol involved in that. I gotta tell you. He had coffee. Coffee! <laughs> Pete's medicine was involved in that one. Yo, it's hard to look good in a cowboy hat being from New Jersey, and he did it pretty well. You he did do it off, well. Man. Thank you. Pretty you sure your hat was on backwards. It's all about the beard. It was on backwards. It was on backwards. Still looks strong. It was it B-boy was strong, style, man. and you didn't even strong, know it. Man. You were rocking B-boy, B-boy. cowboy <laughs> style. <laughs> we, actually, we need to get an actual cowboy on the show. Dude, we got them, like, right over there in Cowtown. They lay lasso to things and all. Senior <laughs> is an old uh, rodeo guy. Yeah, Senior's an old rodeo guy. Or he's just an old guy. Or he's an, he is an old guy with giant hands. Uh, what, where are we at in the show? I'm, oh, I'm I don't even know anymore. <laughs> the champ. Uh, I know. I know. Hey, I know he is. 20 minutes behind we're... schedule. Are we okay. Are we doing Casey or the, the, the hair? Oh, we're doing Casey. Oh, Casey, yeah. Let, let, uh, let, let's, let's do Casey. You ready to do this? You want to dial Casey up? We'll get yeah. ready. And we'll go right to Casey. I, I got I got an entire, an entire book. A dossier. It's a dossier. A dossier of questions for Casey. I'm excited. There's a lot of things I want to know, and they're not all related to fishing in the classic. There's some personal questions in here. We're gonna make. We are the TMZ of bass fishing, by the way, so we have to live up to that at Casey, some point. Casey, if you're tonight. listening, please uh, don't have your children on the Skype. <laughs> 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 All right, so by, uh, Bry's dialing up Casey right now. You know, uh, you know what I saw about those two guys. What's that? What I thought was unique is they both put drop shot down as their weakness or or a way of fishing that they don't like to do uh, very much. Bobby Lane. And Casey Ashley. I'd be willing to bet wow. that 90% of anglers hate drop shotting. You know, I, I don't think so. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, there there are those that hate it. Like, you know, I'm not a big – I have a hard time with it. Bobby Lane puts it the best. He's like, I'm not that good at it. Or he f- claims it one of his weaknesses, but he loves to do it. You know, that and that and I thought that was a pretty unique way to, to put it. I but, love uh, it. People love it. I mean, there are those, those, especially the the newer generation of angler. That's how they learn how to catch bass. Yeah. I can't tell you how many guys I get in my boat. That's all they throw. Drop shot, drop shot. They drop, drop shot, shot all day long. Yeah. The college kids. big on the drop shot, dude. Yeah. He's deadly with it. I do what I got to do. The college kids, man, they are <laughs> drop shot phenoms. College kids. Yeah. But that was something interesting. I thought that they is they both had that in common. I thought to myself, well, they finished first and second. You know, yeah. this is a tournament keeping. Well, throw throw Tio in that mix because Tio. I've had conversations with Tio 
where he hates a spinning rod, period. Mm-hmm. Not only a drop shot, he hates a spinning rod. Right. He hates finessing. And we were talking about it before. Outstanding job for him committing to fish deep mm-hmm. in something that was outside of his comfort zone yeah. and having a t- uh, you know top five. Right. Third, oh, what, third place out of it. That was phenomenal. Shout, shout out to T.O. T.O. My in studio, I'm the champ. Turn the camera on, Case. Picking T.O. T.O. So what? So what? The other guys, uh, they pick Casey. Goldberg and Ish pick. Yeah, Casey. we had Did two. They? Yeah. What ain't here? No, they're not here, right? You're, <laughs> so you're the winner. You're the winner in studio. You're the winner. You're how the winner. are you? Keep, are we? How are we going to track this in points? Yeah, I'm working on that. We're going to do a length. The classic's not going to have the same point structure that the regular elites will because oh, of the amount yeah, of contestants. Connection. Right, right. So Brian came up with a good idea. We'll talk about it off camera. Uh, okay. Let me remind everybody um, that uh, if you want to chime in at any point of the show and you want to ask a question, you have a comment for Ike Live, hit us up on the IM right there on the screen, right next to you. Also, you can hit us up on Twitter. It's Mike underscore Ike and Ellie on Twitter.com. And call us. We're going to have a toll-free number set up for you in the after hours. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you have to say. Uh, man, we've been waiting the whole show for this moment. Let's not wait any longer. Boy, if we had a drum roll and a cannon and a cymbal, we'd play them all at one time right now. We'd shoot guns. We'd do all sorts of stuff if we actually had it. Play that. Yeah, uh, fireworks, everything else. Uh, joining us jo- – uh, thank you for that guitar. Joining us via Skype, via satellite, live, I think from home, we're going to ask him here in a second, is the 2015 Bassmaster Classic champion, Casey Ashley. Casey Ashley, everybody. The champ. Casey, how are you? What's going on, Matt? How you doing tonight? Good. How about you? Good. Are you home, or do they have you... Show, to be honest with you. Wow. Are you, are you home, or are you running all over the country shooting TV and commercials already? Man, I'm actually home. Man, you're home. That's good. I, 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 after a classic win, I would expect it him Ooh. to be at Hawaii or <laughs> Disney World or Disney World or Hollywood or somewhere <laughs> like that. Uh, hey, first of all, man, congratulations, man. Uh, what a win! What a win! Uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, I sit back and and you know, I was there. I witnessed it. I was a part of it. But man, very impressive. I know how hard it is to win. With that pressure uh, to win on your home body of water, I you know I I had I had the chance to do it on Delaware this year. Super impressive win, Casey. Very very proud of you. Very happy for you. Amazing. Nice job. Has it sunk in yet for you? Man, I you know it was uh, it was definitely a tough tournament. No, not quite. It, it's it's tough, isn't it? It's tough to. It's tough to swallow when when something like that happens. Hey, well, we're having a little. It is, you know. I tell everybody. I tell everybody, you know, um, you stand there in the, in the champions toast every year and you watch you, you you watch the guy that wins, Kevin wins several times, and you think of what the feeling must be like to actually accomplish that, and you know to gain that trophy and to stand there and give that speech to. 
to all, all the anglers and all your sponsors that are standing in that room. But you you don't really realize what comes with that trophy until it happens to you. And it's yeah. uh, you know it's it's a, it's a life changing experience that's for sure. And I, and you know that just as well as anybody. Oh yeah. Well, how 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 long? Hold on a second, Pete. How long have you been dreaming about this? Because like for me and in, in my in my case, you know, it was. We were in vault school. We were in middle school. I was I was 12, 13 years old when I first started dreaming about hoisting that up. How long was this a long dream for you? You know, I I wanted even before since I was probably fourth, fifth grade, something like that. So it's been a long time waiting. That, that's awesome. It's awesome when it, when a dream it, it finally comes true all those years later. Man, there's there's no there's no sense of accomplishment like that. Well, I, I can't imagine it. You know, I haven't won it yet, but the you know the thing that was really impressive, and you mentioned it before, is that that you had the um, people said, oh, this is Mike's tournament to lose on the Delaware River, but that's a massive amount of pressure, pressure. on you. It's a ton of pressure. Now you got the classic on your home body of water. And you're the guy. It's Casey's tournament to lose. Yeah. And and especially after day two, where where you were back in the pack, hanging in what fourth, fifth, sixth, something like that. Yeah. Going into the final day and to rally like that yeah. when everybody was almost demanding it of you, you know, in the media and the, and the public, and uh, to come through like that. I mean, like like you did. Yeah. Uh, you know that that was an amazing accomplishment. That it had to be tremendous pressure on you. It was, it was, you know, but uh, and going into a tournament like that, something you've dreamed of for so long, um, and all that pressure being on you, you know, you, you have to kind of block off all that stuff and get on the water. Um, fish definitely aren't going to jump in the boat on itself. <laughs> they never do. <laughs> you just have to tune all that out, you know. There's, there's nobody on it as much as I did, but... Um, you know, somehow you just have to tune it all out, and, and I don't know how to tell you, you know, how I've done that because it, it is—it's it's a lot of pressure being in your hometown on your home lake. Everybody expects you to do good, um, but you just have to block all that out when you get in the water, and you know that's that's hard to do. And it, I was uh, just took a sigh of relief after the third day was over with. Yeah, that's a—it's a good feeling when when you could know that you gave it all and and it works out. I—I uh, I know for a fact that. We've already heard a lot about the bait and the technique. We're going to see it uh, on, on the show here in, in a week or so this weekend coming up. Tell us a little bit more. For for a lot of the viewers who aren't the hardcore fish heads who are watching every photo and watching every clip, tell us a little bit more about that technique. Because it was – when I watched it, I was super impressed because I fished – I fished a fish head spin before. I fished it for years, but but I saw you do something with it that was very unique. Tell us a little bit about the bait and and how you were fishing it, because that that I think is interesting. You know, around here that, that's that's been big for many many years. There's been a lot of tournaments won with that bait, a lot of money won on that bait, you know. But on the herring lakes, it, it's a big deal in cold water. Uh, um, you know, and everybody, they think of it as, as catching schooling fish or suspended fish. But one thing I figured out over the years, those fish get educated, you know, especially when they see the same old thing over and over. Um, you know, I, I like to keep it as a finesse bait. That's why I was putting the Zoom Super Fluke Jr. on it. Uh, it's not, it's not, has, it, it has very little action, actually. 
um, but it's a it's a slow water cold weather bait. But you know the one thing that I figured out, you know, a lot of guys use it and they try to paste back on the bottom. Of if you can stand the fish at that slow, um, you know it's kind of aggravating and you'll kind of lose interest in it if you if you go for so so long without a bite because you're having to fish it so slow you can't cover very much water you pretty much yeah. have to be very confident in it you know i was and you know, fixing it on the bottom like that something not a lot of guys do even around here but it allows you to catch those fish after they go down if they are schooling wow i i noticed something about the bait and i don't know if this is unusual or not but i've fished it i have a limited experience with the fish head spin but I, out of the package they seem to have a relatively small blade the ones that i've used and bought you had a 3.5 willow on yours that seemed really really big uh it, is that key to using the bigger blade is that something you guys customize or what that does ike is you know it allows you to feel the blade since you're working it so slow um if you can't feel your blade turning you make a long cast let it go to the bottom and 30 40 feet deep you know if you can't feel your blade turn and that's 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 the wasted cast. Yeah. You know, if something were to get fouled up or your your blade to get hung in the hook, you have to know that it's turning the whole time, and that's that's one key to that big blade. Plus, you know, the bigger the blade, you're trying to match the match the bait that you're going in, and that's a herring. So the bigger blade you can deal with, you know, that's that's what you want to go. You, you can't much go in a half because uh, it, it just makes your bait so bulky, and it's too much of a pull, and it just doesn't look natural yeah that's interesting it's all about the blade it is it's interesting now did you have i know a lot of guys that fish at fish head spin add a trailer hook to the blade or they put a little stinger on it did you do any of that nonsense or did you just fish it just with that single hook no it's it's standard it's got a single hook on it the the key to a blade runner you call it a fish head I'm a blade runner uh that is is being being very patient you know a lot of times you know you'll get three or four bites on that thing before the fish actually eats it yeah uh, what they're doing is spotting at the blade spotting at the bait and a lot of times it's you know uh, you got to envision i vision in my mind my, ba- my blade's down there you know and it's you're working it super slow well those fish are just sharking up behind it like a like a wolf pack you see going down the bank and it just takes a while for one to commit to it and he runs up there and knocks it sideways tries to kill it and that fires the rest of them so a lot of times, you know, you get those four or five bites in a row before one actually eats it. That I think that's what's going yeah. on. I stayed, we were watching the live feed. That was so awesome watching you. We had it. Uh, uh, this is Pete, by the way, Casey. And uh, we were in the in the in booth at the Classic, and we had our screen with the live feed going, and we saw exactly what you're describing. It must have been a half a dozen times where there, where he would set the hook on a on a bite and. Two or three cranks later, boom, you'd be locked up. Uh, that was really neat to have that, yeah. you know, that that calmness to be able to ha- n- hang yeah, in there and tough. wait for that second and that's third strike. Yeah, that's a fun bite, man. And, and when it when it comes together like that, you know, I never would have dreamed, you know, it would have came together for the Bassmaster Classic. But, you know, most <laughs> time it happens on days you go out and you know you're just fun fishing. Nasty days, you know. I, I couldn't have ordered up any better weather for the final day of the classic because that is that is perfect. That's what you need to be able to do that all day long. And you know, it, it, like I said, I couldn't have wrote it down any better. Yeah, that that actually leads. We're gonna we we've got all these questions coming in, Casey, from uh, from viewers of the show. 
And that leads to one of these questions. And we have uh, Jake has a question for you. From State Farm? From <laughs> Jake from State Farm has a question for you. And he wants to know. Does he wear his khakis? Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> he has his khakis on. He wants to know, did you, in fact, pay Mother Nature for the cold weather that came in? Is that true? Did you write Mother Nature a check for that cold weather? or? <laughs> you know, I, I wanted cold weather, but I got a little more than I bargained for. I never had to deal with that, you know, in South Carolina, and I don't, I don't think anybody's ever had to deal with that cold of conditions in a classic. It was, it was brutal. It was brutal, and I actually wanted it too. I did want the cold weather, but I, I didn't want, uh, I didn't expect sub subarctic temperatures. Uh, we got another question from Tony, and Tony wants to know, did you pace yourself? On day one and two. That's a good question. Like manage, you know, I, manage yeah. your fish. Manage your fish. You know, I, yeah. I, I, well, starting out, I knew, you know, I, I had a, a, a decent place found where I could go in and get an early limit, get the day started right. But, you know, I was still banking on, you know, the jig, dock, brush pile deal. Um, you know, and I ran, I burnt like 10 hours of tournament time chasing that, and, and it just never happened. Yeah. And to be honest, if the weather wouldn't have been the way it was on, on the final day, I don't know what I would have done, to be honest with you. I couldn't get anything else going besides the first hour. Gotcha. Beck, what do we got? We got a question for Casey I've coming got, through uh, Twitter? I've got a couple. couple, okay. I, I asked the really good question. Okay, ask some good ones. All right, so there's a lot of questions about the bait that your dad made, and, and everyone wants to know if they're showing up on his doorstep and he's going to make a lot of money off <laughs> these baits. <laughs> That's not really a question. That was just a lot of comments on here. Uh, people want to know what you're drinking. Yeah, what are you drinking tonight, Casey? Oh, it's just a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, Dr. Regular? Regular Dr. Pepper? Regular Dr. Pepper. Because Pete drinks Dr. Pepper, but it's got a lot of Jack Daniels in it. <laughs> hey, man, i got I to gotta have some kind of big spill of sugar and caffeine to stay up this place. <laughs> wait, I, wait we also... I'm like you, Ike. <laughs> We've got people who want to hear you sing, but they, have, but they have a request. They want you to sing, it's all about the blade, about the blade, not the treble. <laughs> That's kind of funny. That was two people. That was funny. That is funny. Yeah, my... My dad actually wrote something to went along to that song and said, all right, you're going to have to do this and, and, and put it on your Facebook to, to promote this bait and all that stuff. And I said, negative. You will never hear me sing anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, r- r- real quick, yeah. for those of you that yeah, don't not know. Not very much rapping going to come out of me. <laughs> I speak that fast, much less speak that fast. For those of you that don't know that are watching, by the way, uh, and I'm sure all the Casey fans know this, but you're, you're an amazing singer and I, I've 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 had the opportunity over the years to hear you sing a lot but do you now that you've won the classic and that this solidifies your career in the sport for for sure you know this this seals it, it do you still have like what where are your thoughts because honestly you could be I think you could be as successful in the country music business do you what are your thoughts now that you've won the, the, the highest title in the sport of fishing? Are you still thinking about country music? Yeah, I mean, country music's a part of my life, man. I, I enjoy singing. I've, I've done it all my life. You know, music to me is a is kind of my way to express myself. You know, I, I'm not the best with words, um, but through music, you know, I feel like 
sometimes you hear a song, you're like, oh, I could have wrote that. But it's just something so simple that you can't come up with. But music's always been a big part of my life since I was a kid. Um, but I spent a lot of time in Nashville. You know, I, I, I did that record back in 2011. Um, I figured out real quick, you know, this was something that I wanted to just keep doing because I enjoyed it, uh, kind of as a hobby. Fishing's definitely my passion, and I I never want to... I never want to try to do both. It's uh, it'd be too hard. It'd be kind of like you know starting one business and and getting it to its peak and got yeah. it rolling good and just folding it up to to try to start a new one. You know and you know singing and fishing as well. You know as well as I do. It's, it's you know it's chasing dreams. So yeah, I, I've already been lucky enough to see one dream come true. I don't want to try my hand at another one. <laughs> yeah. Hey Casey, this is Dave here. Who are some of your musical inspirations? Louder, Dave. Uh, Casey, who are some of your musical inspirations? Musical inspirations, uh, you know, I guess my era was Kenny Chesney. I'm a big Garth Brooks fan. That's probably, you know, who I idolize most that, that actually inspired me to sing. Um, but, you know, a lot of stuff now, even country music, is not really country. I still, I still kind of stick with the the older stuff the kind of more the 90s the 90s is older stuff <laughs> wow you just you just made Pete feel really old because now when Pete was young Pete was at the original Woodstock concert so that gives you an idea how old Pete is Pete was listening to Hendrix and, and you know all that stuff Hey, you know, I, I like I like the old stuff, like you, Merle and Willie and Waylon and Waylon Jennings. You know, I enjoy that, but it, I just can't relate to it as well as I can. You know, Kenny Chesney, Garth Brooks, uh, George Strait. You know, stuff like that. I, it's just it, to me, my age. It's just easier for me to relate to those those guys. Yeah. How about how about those old school Bassmaster shows with Bob Cobb on the the theme music? Absolutely. You know, I. I watched that as a kid. Um, I was very young, actually, and you know it, it always come on on Sunday night. And I was my mom and daddy allowed me to, to stay up late so I could watch it, you know, because that's that's really that's that's what I wanted to do. Even at that point in time in my life, you know, and that just fueled fire, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. It did for me too. It did for me. Uh, so I I, I do want to know this. I mean, winning the classic, I've been through it. It is, you know, you hear people talk about it all the time. It's a life, life-changing, career-changing event. It is for sure. You know, we we know we've been through it. It's, it's gonna change your life. At this point in time, we are literally how many weeks post? Are we two weeks? Just about. Has just your life has your life changed? Do you feel it now? Because it's gonna if it hasn't. But but do you feel right now like your life has changed? It has for sure. You know, I, I definitely got a lot busier. You know, that's that's the first thing that I've noticed. But, yeah. You know, it's a it's a lifelong dream. You know. Yeah. And it's something that that no one can ever take away from that. The old the old trophy. I seen it. You know, sitting right there beside you. You know, that's you're always gonna be able to hold that. Yeah. You know, look back on it and say, hey, hey, I accomplished this, but. You know, as far as in the future, you know, I don't, I don't know what doors it's going to open for me. But, you know, uh, for right now, I can tell you that, you know, I'll do the best of my ability to, to be the representative of the sport, and, 
you know, I've looked up to you and a lot of other guys that stood in my shoes before. And, you know, I, I kind of see how the game works now. And it's uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. This, this year is going to be great. Um, you know, I always said I was great at fishing, you know, under pressure. Um, but this year is going to be the tail tail's tail of that deal. <laughs> you know, you, you got, a, got a lot of lot of commitments already. And yeah, you know as well as I do, there's a lot of stuff you have to do outside of fishing. And, yeah. You know, the fishing part's easy. Yeah. And I'm looking. I'm looking forward to getting to Sabine and and run around. Try not to run my boat up in the woods. Yeah. No. Don't stay out of the woods, <laughs> man. That's a bad thing. Don't, stay yeah, in the water. No matter how high the water level gets. A few little ones down there. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Well, that's the good. The good thing is, you know, you're you're going to get the invite back. You're the classic champ. Pressure's off for you to make right. the classic next year. That's a great thing. And and you know, I, I honestly, I I just would like to take this time to tell you. I think you're going to be a great classic champ. You're going to be a great representative of the sport. But, you know, and well, I I've, I've had this conversation with almost every classic winner since I won, including Takahiro the year after and almost everyone since then. And I'm going to tell you the same thing too. And I and I I wanted to pull you aside when we were one-on-one, but I want to tell you this now. And you know, my my advice is this is a special opportunity. There are less than 40 guys walking the face of the earth that have this title. It's an amazing opportunity. Casey, grab it. Grab it. Take it. Take every opportunity you can from a business standpoint, from a personal standpoint. Enjoy it. Uh, you know, I, I look back on the year after my classic win, and it was crazy. It was maddening. It was tiresome. I you know I was I was at the end of 12 months I felt like I wanted to collapse but I don't ever regret taking all those opportunities and and really grabbing it by the horns and I, I wish you would do the same you know and I think you're going to do a great job Absolutely you know it's a that's what everybody's told me you told you know I talked to you a little bit backstage before we really ever even knew I won um and since I won I've talked to you know I talked to Van Dam talked to several guys and you know just trying to trying to get a feel of what i need to be ready for trying to prepare myself you know because it is i can see right now it's, it's going to be a it's going to be a uh, an eventful year to say the least and i'm looking forward to it i'm ready I, just like you say you you may only get one shot so i'm gonna make the best of it yeah yeah take take advantage of it and i already know pete's gonna bug you about speaking at a bash university next year so <laughs> i've already, I already hit yeah. him up at the uh champions state. see that you did i knew that <laughs> good job pete <laughs> we'd love to have you speak for the bash university this year <laughs> that's awesome let's see what we can do we can probably work something out i uh, know you're all sounds pre- like a yes you're all, uh, <laughs> you're all right. they get that big trophy and they get all pricey on <laughs> hey the real estate goes up the real estate goes up man i gotta tell you the real estate goes up it should go up uh where is that trophy where yeah where is the trophy do you have it in the room right here can we say it? Ah! Ah! Oh, the classic trophy everybody it's got like a halo i couldn't, I couldn't let you outdo me i can see you sitting there wow <laughs> I, i've got to get mine out yeah but look at that thing that's got like a halo around it look yeah. at it look, pan back let me see it again the is angels a, the angels are still with him look, it's got an angel sitting over it. it's like a halo things awesome man yeah, yeah. hey i had to won the trophy, but I had to get a light to match it, dude. It's got a, you know, you, you ought to get you one of them, Mike. I need, I need a light. Well, hey, you, you know, I don't know if you watched the whole show, but you heard earlier that there was another big trophy given, 
at the Classic this week, and it was the worst dressed, and Skeet Reese got it for the yellow pants. I don't know if you heard that or not. <laughs> I saw I saw on the on the internet where Gerald said Big Bird wanted his pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Uh, I never that, never could pull that off. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know if he did. I didn't, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think he did. No, no. I don't think he did either. <laughs> Maybe when he was in his 20s and he was still an exotic dancer, he probably could have pulled it off. But. <laughs> yeah, you have to be young and relevant. <laughs> yeah, you got to be relevant. Uh, all right, Casey, this is the part of the show that we're I, – I love this part of the show because – this is fun. Except for and, that tag question. Yeah, well, that was a bad question. This is the part of the show where it's called Chats. the Ike Live Rapid Fire Questions, and we're going we're going to throw we're going to throw about six, seven questions at you, and you have to oh, answer them very honestly, and you have to answer with the first thing that pops in your mind. Are you ready? I don't know if I'm ready or not, but I don't have a choice. Okay, <laughs> that's correct. Question number one: Fish head spin. Or sit and spin. Oh, come on. Fish head spin. <laughs> Second question. Honestly, how stoked are you to be on Ike Live right now? <laughs> Who wrote that question? Hey, it's pretty cool to be honest with you. I've actually watched the whole thing before I come on, so I, I, I had to prepare myself. I didn't know what Ike Live was going to be all about. <laughs> uh, next question. What was your first what was or what will be your first per- post-classic purchase? That's a good question. <laughs> you know, I hadn't really thought about that yet. To be honest with you, I hadn't even left the house from answering phone calls and emails and interviews and all that good stuff. Uh, you know, it's I don't know about a purchase right now. I'm just going to kind of put it all back and let it grow a little bit. Grow as much as it can. You know, I've... I, just like you, I've got to got to save up for a college fund someday as well. Absolutely, yeah. Stay away from the Ferraris and Lamborghinis. That would be a bad move. Yeah, if they don't pull a boat, I don't. Need it. <laughs> uh, next question: How much in dollars and cents has the real estate value gone up on your jersey after the classic win? <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> At least well, a couple. I, don't know. I hadn't I hadn't really started auctioning them off yet. Uh, you might have to give me a few. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll get you some advice after the show. Uh, uh, let's see. We got a couple more. Are the rumors true that you hired a heckler and a translator to harass Takahiro on day three? <laughs> yeah, well, I may have wanted to, but I don't think it quite went that far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next question. Who curses more, Bobby Lane or me? <laughs> oh my well, God. that depends. I don't know what water or off. <laughs> I don't know. Both. <laughs> that was a question for you. On the water or off the water? I'd say, I'd say on the water, I think I win. And I think yes, off the water, water you definitely I win. <laughs> yes, yes. That's how it breaks down. Uh, let's see. Now that you've won the Bassmaster Classic, 
How long is it before you move to Gunnersville? <laughs> Man, I will never move. <laughs> never. I hate Gunnersville. I, uh, I, I just, I, there's, I've never liked it. You know, I've done well there last year in the Classic, but, you know, that area, it's pretty country. But I couldn't deal with all the people coming there to fish. Yeah. And I hope, you know, well, I kind of hope Lake Hartwell gets a little more than what it has. But, you know, I, I never hope it gets to the point of Gunnersville. Yeah, it's like a zoo out there. And the final question. Drum roll, please. Bry, what do we got? We don't have a real sound effect, so right. he's just hitting his fingers on the table. <laughs> the final question. After you won the Bassmaster Classic Trophy and you got on stage and you hoisted that thing over your head, what would have you done if Kanye West jumped on stage with you? <laughs> you probably knew Kanye West. That's I do know who Kanye West is. <laughs> right answer. I do know who that is, and uh, I probably, I probably would have, you know, he probably had a black eye. With yeah! <laughs> yeah! Wow! Good answer. <laughs> The good news, the good news is we would have got to cut a record together, you know, six or seven years down the road. So, you know, it would have been pretty good either way. Well, the good news is if, if if you would have punched him in the face, you only would have got a $500 fine from Bass. So <laughs> we talked to Ash. No, nah, if he'd have pushed him off the stage, he would have got 500 bucks. Oh, if he pushed him off the stage, yeah, right. If, yeah. And, and Kanye would have sued him because his right. back was hurt and right. called the ambulance and all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, you, you got to be careful nowadays. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what a closed-fisted punch costs yet. I don't know. We don't know. Hope, hope, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know either. That, that would probably be a new one on that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, let me tell you, uh, it was an honor having you here. Before we let you go, Casey, we know, I had a note here, that you've now, you've got Twitter and Instagram going on. You've got Facebook. For all the fans, for, all the, for all the Ike High viewers watching, let them know, how can they get a hold of you? How can they follow you in your crazy life that you're going to have this year? You know, I'm on all three, but, but Facebook is really, really fixing to be, be amped up. And it is going to be me. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best this year to, to keep everybody updated on Casey Ashley's life and you know how my year's going and you know that's uh, that's probably gonna be the best way to keep up with me. But I will be on three. There's gonna be some neat pictures and some neat stories come along. So you know I hope everybody stays tuned. I hadn't been real active on Facebook or, or social media you know till now, but I promise you I'm gonna be a lot better. And it's gonna it's gonna get good. So you better stay around and check it out. That's awesome. Casey, thank you for joining us tonight. Congratulations, Casey. Casey Ashley. I wish my signal was a little better. Uh, sometimes you cut out and it takes me a minute to figure out what you said or what the questions were. But, you know, I'm going I'm to get this stuff figured out. You know, I'm not very tech savvy. Uh, we need to do this again sometime. It was awesome. It was awesome having you on. We appreciate you joining us. And one last piece of advice before we let you go. For your social media accounts, whatever you do, don't show your titties. <laughs> no worries there right? okay <laughs> Casey Ashley everybody uh, thank you Casey wow I would think that would get you extra likes if you did that the titties yeah. well the, the, hey, the, hey, the, hey. the difference is man titties I mean nobody wants to see man titties Becky I mean smack him I'm serious. If you, if you, you know, well, Not unless you're Fabio or something. Oh, if, you're, if you're Fabio, of course. You <laughs> Flabio. If you're Flabio, <laughs> you want to see some breasts. Uh, I wonder how long till Greenville has a Casey Ashley Day. I bet you that's coming, or South right. Carolina for that matter. It might. It might. He, well, he's a great. He's a great champion for the area. You I've know? got and a question for you guys. 
Oh, you got some questions? Yeah. So I had a handful of people ask, and I'm kind of curious myself. Is Casey Ashley the first classic champ with two first names? Wow. Bobby Murray. Can Murray be a first name? Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Murray? Murray? Sure. Yeah, Murray. Y'all know a Murray is a first? No. No? Murray. Murray's a name. How about Bruce Lee? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Takahiro Omori. I'm sure someone in Japan's named Omori. Talk, you know, very, like, know, very good point. Does Takahiro's name mean love? Uh, it means Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Taka Tony. <laughs> Tony Taka. Taka Tony. Hi. What you got, kid? Uh, yeah. So, man, this is. I, I tell you, I'm. I'm just like in a daze here. Here we go at 20 after 10, and I feel like it was. It's been like 10 minutes. It was rapid fire guest, yeah. amazing, uh, just great having uh, having the, the the classic winner on. Mm. Let's do this. We're gonna take uh, how many minutes, Bry? We're gonna take a five minute break. We would need a song. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna take a little bit of a break we'll here. Take a several minute break. Hang in, hang in with us, and when we come back, Ooh. we're gonna tally the votes, and we're gonna have either a beard or a head yeah. shaved. Yeah. And then we're going to do Ike After Hours. Uh, we're going to take your questions through IM, through Twitter, and also through the 1-800 number. Uh, before we do that, before we get on this break, let me remind everybody, uh, this show is presented by Xmark. Uh, Xmarks have the most amazing mowers in the world. If you've got a big yard, you got a property, and you want it mowed, look at Xmark. they got a great product. Uh <laughs> You're going to see some of their stuff on our break here. Hang with us when we come back. Ike Live and The Shave. The Shave. We'll be right back. Welcome to Monster Bucks Weekend Moments. Brought to you by Xmark. Michael Waddell has been consistently hunting a huge buck spotted a few days before. We know this boy's in here. We're going to keep asking. With a hot doe in the area. It's not long before the giant appears. The doe begins to lead the buck right into Michael's bow range. At the right time, Michael comes to full draw. Biggest deer in my life, maybe the biggest deer I've ever killed in my life. With an unbelievable oh score of 196 Pope and Young, Michael just killed his biggest buck ever. 